Set it off. Set it off? Yeah, just like Queen Latifah did. Queen Latifah? <laughs> Queen Latifah would make a great captain. Mm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, she might. She would set yeah. it off, dude. Wanda Sykes. Yeah, she would be the... Uh, the, the, the Wanda Sykes would be a good uh, number one. Second in command. Yeah, yeah, she'd get shit done. Yeah. I see Wanda Sykes as uh, as an admiral who, you know, is sick of everyone's shit. Oh, uh, okay, okay. But, but I, it's hard for me to see Wanda Sykes as like a straight up... Because all admirals are villains. So it's like, I can't see her as a villain, really. Well, like, she could be. I think so. I mean, I feel like she could be a hard ass, which admirals yeah. can also like That's occupy true. that space yeah, without becoming like a c- whole on villain. Admirals could really kick um, Riker's ass. <laughs> yeah, so and they give that good sass back talk to the captain. Yeah, yeah. Mm. See, so and Wanda could. Sykes is perfect for that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and Admiral, she could keep her name because Admiral Sykes is a pretty badass. That's admiral. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. See? that's actually pretty yeah. good. Admiral Sykes, yeah. and, and she's like, "Shut the fuck up, Picard." And she could <laughs> say, "She could say, get out of my Sykes." <laughs> <laughs> she's got get the ship out of my Sykes. Yeah. <laughs> she's that same pun at every opportunity. <laughs> like, yeah. I have you in my Sykes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. What have I started? We have the Borg in our psychs. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so sorry, oh, hey, Wanda Sykes. <laughs> hey. No, no, we're, we're Hi, pumping Scott. her up. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome well, back. Welcome Bill back Coleman. to, uh, I guess this is yeah. like, like kind of the biggest finale TNG ever had. Because it's kind of what turned TNG from like, oh yeah, that show in Star Trek. Is that sh- the Star Trek? That show sounds on like TV. a spoiler, Marvin. Oh well, because the way it ended this episode, like, yeah. People- but how how are we to know that this was the biggest they ever had? Now we know for sure yeah. that it only goes now downhill you, from yeah, here. Yeah, what the yeah, hell? You, what you, kind you of set us up? You set us up for failure, dude. In, in terms of we like, turn on you. Like I quit the podcast now. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> I don't want to watch anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In terms of like putting it on the map. It puts, it puts TNG it, on the map, kind of. I don't even need to see part two. This episode kind of... <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to watch anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're uh, not wrong, because it's not only the, the greatest cliff... And sorry for being that spoilery, but it's not the only the greatest Star Trek cliffhanger, but it's considered one of the best TV cliffhangers of mm, all time. Yeah. So it, it didn't only just put Next Gen on the map, it, like, it really... You know, it, I mean, it really paved the way. Like, what could the other be? Like Dallas, when they were like, who had who shot Jr. Who shot Jr. For, you know, yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know many others that like actually like because before uh, Best of Both Worlds Part One, uh, all of the people on TV were like, yeah, yeah, Star Trek, yeah, it's cool. And then like suddenly after this, everyone was like, oh my god, what's going to happen on Star Trek? Because yeah. you know. It's so uh, it's weird like, to think of the American public like suddenly getting into Star Trek because of this. Yeah. They, they kind of did though, which is crazy, right? Yeah, like, like that's <laughs> a story you're telling, and it's like I can't. It, it's hard for me to wrap my head around. But yeah, people were into it. Yeah, they they, they started like want, especially also uh, there were a lot of fans who had like kind of written off Trek or TNG in general because they're like, this isn't this isn't TOS. This isn't the original series. We're not where's my really, tribbles? Yeah, where's where's the uh, Where's the Kirk? Why is I have a theory. This? I have a theory why this episode was popular. Oh, shoot! Okay. I think personally, mm-hmm. it's because it's it's really close to like Terminators. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, hey man, that's n- that's not even a bad angle. Yeah, I mean, no, like, makes, yeah. I mean, I think it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, like, what is a term? Since they're both unstoppable killing yeah. machines, yeah, it's just a malevolent yeah. force that's just coming at you. It's yeah. like a, it just doesn't stop. It has no and purpose other than to. It has no you. remorse, and it will yeah. not stop until you are dead. 
And, and yeah. or until we and go to Voyager, and then around we, this time, <laughs> around this time, they were filming Terminator Two, so it was in the air, like, "Oh, there's a Terminator 2. and then it's like, "Oh, there's Borg in this." Yeah, you're well, not you know. wrong. The, the, there's yeah. also the, the, the Terminator had already come out by that point, so the idea, yeah. I think, that what they were kind of going for was more of like, "How do we do zombies in space?" Because that's kind of what the Borg are. But I think it sort of became because you have to sustain that idea in space somehow. I think, you know, it becomes robotic and hyper-futuristic in order to sustain that model. And then you go, oh, and it's also Terminators. It's also like this. And since we don't have the special effects, like budget and resources to do like yeah. elaborate prosthetics underneath skin, let's just put things onto skin. <laughs> yeah, see, let's just see, glue a bunch of shit to their shoulders. <laughs> if, if the board were actually zombies... This would have been like a ten out of ten, uh, maybe like a fifteen out of ten. Yeah, I mean, like seriously, like well, it we would have been just like call them Robo Zombies from now on. We could, yeah, yeah, but but they're too much. Like you know what the, the board remind me of? Universal Soldiers. Mm. Mm, only mm. only partially visually. I mean, I mean <laughs> if Van Damme was in it, I, again fifteen out of ten. Um, but visually, yeah, they look like Universal Soldiers a little a little bit like Terminator because of the red light. But no, it, they don't remind me of zombies. But if they were zombies, fucking ten out of ten. Mm. Well, best of both worlds. Plus that just, that that, that title is really confusing. Well, I thought I was going to get something else, and <laughs> I was let down. <laughs> which well, I two think, worlds? You know which two worlds, dude? <laughs> yeah, I know the best kind, dude. Mm-hmm. I I think it's supposed to mean have two. I don't. Meanings. I don't understand the title actually. Yeah, I think it's supposed to have two meanings. I think it's supposed to be one a direct reference to the Borg in that. Their suppo- their self image is that they are the best of organic and machine combined into one thing. They are the best of both worlds. Best around, some would say. The other is that it's actually a reference to Riker because Riker's conundrum, at least in this part, is that he's not sure if he wants to be a captain, which requires leaving the Enterprise, or if he wants to stay on the Enterprise, but as a result, might never become a captain, which has been his lifelong goal. But under the worst of circumstances, he is actually given the best of both worlds. He is allowed to essentially become the captain of the Enterprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I, I don't see that one. Wow. <laughs> I thought I thought it was going to be the Harp Ladies. Like, that was gonna be really <laughs> That's his goal in life? Yeah. To, all, to always yeah. deal with the Harp Ladies? Yeah. Yeah, the captain I mean, of Harp Ladies. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely, um, I don't know. On a side note, I think I dressed up as a Borg for Halloween one year and I didn't realize it. <laughs> what? what? How? <laughs> yeah, like what did you think you were? Um, I thought I was an escaped well, the um the actual <laughs> the actual costume I came up with came up with was an escaped science experiment. <laughs> and so <laughs> were you like modeling yourself after like Wolverine from X2 <laughs> I had like tubes coming out of me and like you know I very much I looked exactly like the Borgs look in this episode like with the tubes and the whatever did you cover one weird eye face paint and <laughs> it yeah, feels pretty I important liked- to cover one eye yeah no you gotta, I didn't you gotta do obscure that, one of your eyes <laughs> yeah. yeah I just so when I when I saw this when I saw them I was like oh I didn't even know what that was at the time but I just made up a costume that looks exactly like Borg I'll try did to people, find a picture do people try to engage with you as if you were a Star Trek fan maybe <laughs> if they did I probably didn't know what they were talking about I was just like, oh, okay, whatever. I'm an escaped science experiment. 
with two. Were you were you familiar with the Borg before Star Trek? I guess you weren't because you were. What about you, Ricardo? Were you? I had no idea. Um, uh, no. I mean, I I had seen. What do you mean familiar? I I have seen pictures. I've seen the. I have seen like, like you stuff. knew of them. You know they existed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but uh, a- to me, to me, honestly, and this is I'm not shitting on anything. I I'm I'm gonna offend some people. I just thought they were shitty ripoff Terminators. They're like, oh fucking, <laughs> here we go, Star Trek fucking trying to copy Terminators. Fucking next time, call James Cameron, dude. Um, and now that you've watched the episode, you know for sure that you're correct. Yes, I knew my theories were <laughs> correct. Um, well, actually, they're more like they're more like space vampires because they, you know, like mm. they like one like they all communicate. They they turn well. Well, I guess both zombies think, and vampires turn you into one of them. Yeah, I, I have yeah. a theory yeah. that if you kill the main Borg, they all wake up and like, oh fuck, dude, what are we, dude? <laughs> um, just like I've always said, if you kill. Uh, Bob Dylan, all the hipsters wake up. And they're like, oh my God, we've been wearing the fucking shitty clothes all along. <laughs> they turn back to normal people. They just start like living, living regular, regular lives. Life. They're like, oh, fuck, we don't have to play the fucking banjo. And, lo- and oh, God, why do I have dressing? all these vinyls? God. Yeah. Uh. God damn it. I got to sell all this guy, my, all my vinyl collection. Spotify will never so, get rid of so those. Useful. No, no. I mean, I won't get rid of uh, mine either. Yeah, <laughs> we. I, I say this as we all own vinyls. <laughs> yeah, now I know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, best of both worlds: the the Terminator zombie vampire robot episode of Star Trek season yep. finale of season three. Listen, this episode first aired June eighteen of nineteen ninety. Dan, should we should we should we check out what happened around that time? Sure, let's mosey around the sun. They were filming Terminator 2, I can tell you that. (laughs) Yeah. According to Ricardo, they were filming Terminator 2 just as around this time. Wow. Um, And I I believe him, I I do. (laughs) June 11th, Supreme Court ruled that a law prohibiting the desecration of the U.S. flag was unconstitutional. But if we change the Constitution, then we can make all sorts of crazy laws. Oh. Anyway, uh, June 12th, Mariah Carey, the penultimate boss of Christmas, debuted with her first album. Know what it was called? <laughs> Sarah would know. It's called Mariah Carey. I do. <laughs> Good. I expect it to be called Mariah Carey. Well, there you go. <laughs> Two days amazing. later on the 14th, the Supreme Court, again, uh, in this trip, ruled that police checking for drunk drivers was constitutional. That's probably a good idea, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) And on the 15th, no, it's actually, it's a a good thing. The government always trying to fuck us over. We're just trying to drink and drive. What's wrong with that, dude? We're just trying to have a good time. Aren't there certain states where you can just have like a drink open in your car? It's fine. Yeah, yeah. That's called Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And then on the 15th, we got two movie releases. Dick Tracy, directed by and starring Warren Beatty and Gremlins Uh. 2. Two, the new batch. Hell yeah. oh, Guess man, which Gremlins one two. was number one at the box office? Dick Tracy. Gremlins 2. Gremlins. Marvin's correct with Dick Tracy. Oh. Gremlins 2 bombed like fucking crazy, even though it's underrated. an amazing sequel. It's underrated. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the best sequels of all time in the sense Vastly that it, underrated. Is, yep. it is truly a good sequel. <laughs> I've never seen it, actually. What, Gremlins 2? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's essentially a sequel about how it's a sequel. 
Okay. <laughs> because um, what's his name? Joe Dante, the director, really, really did not want to make a sequel to Gremlins. But the studio kind of forced him. So he's like, all right, fuck you. Then the whole movie is going to be about an evil corporation forcibly making Gremlins so they can merchandise to- <laughs> oh, Okay, okay. Yeah, that does sound familiar. Yeah, I don't know if that means I've seen the movie, but now it's like, now that like story is familiar to me. My favorite scene is when the Gremlins take over... Uh, they take over Wall Street and they're, they're on the stock exchange oh God, and they yes. just yell, buy, sell, buy, sell. That's <laughs> uh, my favorite Gremlins. How, you guys, How much you guys, crypto do you think they got? <laughs> the the mine, mine, mine. <laughs> the crypto, crypto bro uh, Gremlin. Do you guys, have you, I'm sure you guys have seen it. The the Key and peel sketch for Gremlins 2? No, I have not. Oh, I haven't seen it. Oh my one. God. We should pause and watch that. <laughs> this shades this, 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 this whole conversation. Yeah. Okay, like, Hold on, we'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it. I don't even want to. It, it's just. It's a boardroom, and they're going around. They're like, okay, we're going to write uh, Gremlins two, and then there's this really flamboyant creative type in the back, and they're like, excuse me, who are you? And he's like, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm just sitting in a meeting. And then he basically, this guy starts going around the table, going, what kind of crazy gremlin do you want to see? And. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, they just pitched like their crazy ideas, and they put them in the movie. It's like, and I, the last guy's like, "I want the Hulk to be in it, the, the Hulkster. The Hulk <laughs> yeah, is in well, it now." That's exactly uh, what happened, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. there's a scene where the Hulk yells at the camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've opened a tab, and I'm going to watch this sketch right after the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should all Perfect. do that. Yeah, um, definitely. Excellent. We're well, sorry. Um, I, that I, is I the trip this. around the sun, everybody. <laughs> oh, cool. Nice. Excellent. We're back. Excellent. We're back on that's earth. That's pretty, it's, that's, ex- I mean, we're only a couple of days separated from, you know, the, on the, on the date that this aired and the day that we are, because it's June oh. 21st and that was June 18th. That's true. That's true. The, ac- yeah. the actual, actual recording we're date on of an this anniversary podcast. style. Yeah. And so actually, now we're going to wait three months until we watch uh, <laughs> part two, right? Yeah. And the, <laughs> actually Terminator 2 was, was released on July 3rd. So we're really close to that too. Mm. Uh, yeah. We're going nice. to skip over that because this is a season finale. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> Wait, but then it wasn't recording at the time, bastard. Uh, it, it was released on, on in 1991. Okay. All right. So it was a year before this. <clears throat> it was definitely filmed then. Okay. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> you know who aren't bastards are sponsors. Yeah. You know. <laughs> nice. And let's just get through them because we all know who they are. Like ExpressVPN. Listen, do you want to not raw dog the internet and have everyone know who you've been dogging because your ISP can now check out whatever you're logging into because net neutrality is out the window. Well, guess what? You use a quality VPN like ExpressVPN and ExpressVPN's quality because their security is top notch and because they have 3000 plus servers in 160 locations spanning 94 countries works on pretty much every device you can think of. You have a device. There is an app for it, even on like an Xbox. Uh, if you have a Zoom, it doesn't work. Sorry. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's neither here nor there. Will it even work on my phone? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, it's optimized for your phone. You can watch as much porn as you want on your phone, dude. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. It's fast. Also, speaking of actually working, it actually works with Netflix and other streaming services like that because they keep rotating their IPs so they can't blacklist them fast enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, super fast, as the name would suggest. You get 500 up and down at least if you go to speedtest or fast.com to check it out. And if you go over to expressvpn.com slash newbiestartrek, and you sign up for 12 months, you get an extra three months for free, which makes the entire package 49% off, which is a Dang. pretty dang good deal. And also, 
if you're worried about making that type of commitment, and I know so it's a whole year, I, I get it. You can go for that 30 day money back guarantee if you don't like how they've been treating you. And I get yeah. it. If you want you want that option to back out, it's there. So again, that's expressvpn.com slash newbie star trek. And if you sign up for 12 months, you get an extra three months for free, which is a total savings of 49%. Linkovich Chamovsky. Linkovich Chamovsky. Yeah. Go to go check out our Linkovich. <laughs> oh, um, he's the guy who invented the hyperlink. That's oh. true. Yeah. Yeah. It's he's actually also, a self-name. He's also yeah. the guy from uh, Antino Man. <laughs> Uh, boy, I'll linkovich this. Ricardo, could you please tell us what happened in this episode? This episode's finale. funny. It's the season finale. Is this a season finale? Because the next yes, season is a season finale yes. of season three. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, interesting. So you know what's so funny? What is it that there's a lot of? Uh, I'm going to say this now because I'll forget. Um, mm-hmm. All the technology, they have data, they have all this stuff, and no one thought of like, wait a minute, if they're if they're like cyborgs, like cyborg vampires, mm-hmm. why don't we just do the old fucking infect them with the virus and see if, you know, like no one ever thought of that. I don't know if it, in future yeah. seasons they think of that, but it's like, just fucking send them an AOL disc and tell them this is Picard send a message. Listen, we can't Plug use Independence in. Day strats <laughs> on Star Trek villains. It doesn't work. Okay. <laughs> But it's, also it's, the, the 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 premise of the Borg is that they're actually highly decentralized. So actually, yeah. a virus wouldn't affect their entire ship. They would just literally cut off the part of the ship that was infected and throw and it away. And the other thing is, is they don't even know that at this point. They just they've they've seen them once. Now they have the they're they don't even know how to attack them. That's why they're so kind of menacing. They're trying to change their the frequencies of their phasers, their shields, and they they get maybe one shot, maybe one shield save, and then then they're fucked again. So I think it, it's a good point, but I think at this point in their experience with the Borg, they don't even know that if they thought of it, that a virus would do any good. If that mm-hmm. makes any sense. Yeah. Can I? Can I? Can I also uh, throw out the crazy theory out there? I don't. I don't. I now. I don't know. I haven't read like the behind the scenes stuff, but I think that the Borg are America. They're like, <laughs> oh, we just want to conquer everything. And it's like, yeah, mm. you guys want to be the best, and and and, <laughs> but but the best of nothing. Interesting. Like they're like. Oh yeah, we're going to conquer everything and be the best. But the best of what? Nah, it doesn't matter. We're just the fucking best. We're going to conquer everything. Yeah, but for what reason? Oh, cuz we're 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 number 1. Yeah, but we're number 1. But for but for what reason? Because that's what the pr- plants crave. <laughs> it's like we're <laughs> fucking idiots. And and that that's my theory and I don't know if it, in the future they talk about that. But that's I mean, it's definitely an interpretation of at least like unchecked imperialism. Yeah. That, yeah. that makes sense. Like the um, British Empire might be a better analog in this case. Well, I mean, the modern American imperialist yeah. you know, empire well, is definitely that, real. Yeah, yeah. There's but, something to be said and, about taking taking one culture's thing and then appropriating it to yourself and making it your own thing, so people think that oh, yeah, yeah. that's an American thing. Yeah, or, you know, actually, this is true. exactly what the Romans did. Actually, yeah. the Roman oh, Empire no, was a goddamn <laughs> America. <laughs> well, America, America took a lot from the Romans. So yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. And America is doing that too, to the extent that, like, you know, even countries we haven't like necessarily conquered, but you know, are allies with, like, yeah. Japan and Korea. You know, yeah, they like, have we'll been take their very influenced by American culture. Yeah. You know, yeah. to like kind yeah. of change the way they even dress and the way they decide to approach things culturally. 
you know. So yeah, yeah it is a thing. That's my culture theory. has so, become the new preferred way to conquer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cultural. So like, con- to be fair, cultural conquest. The Romans also knew this. They need. They realized it was smarter and easier just to assimilate assimilate someone's culture into a way that's compatible with their current culture, so that the local people just go, "Oh yeah, this is fine," and we're all Romans now, I guess. And it, it worked out. You know, so I only want to buy a Christmas tree. The Romans, the Romans, <laughs> the Romans didn't know shit, dude. All they're making fucking pizzas, little Caesar and shit. Um, <laughs> so, God damn, dude. The entire Roman Empire is just a, is just franchises of little. Caesars. We have we have five fucking Italian <laughs> listeners that are fucking gonna send Nate. Um, we have regions that are all hot and ready. Yeah, canceling yeah. <laughs> their jerky gent yeah. subscriptions <laughs> on the right now. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I used to put the the jerky in my pizza. But no- <laughs> oh man, now we're really gonna get. That. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, this this is Mario impression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's my Mario. That, this, he, it's his impression of Chris Pratt as Mario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's Fabrizio on the Titanic. That's not a caricature of an Italian at all. I got to America. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> I'm Dial going to make down, a pizza chief. once I'm in America. <laughs> that's crazy because that dude was that dude's Puerto Rican. <laughs> oh my god, that's nuts! <laughs> really? Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, James Cameron was like, "You're you're generally not American. Yeah. Let's yeah. let's make you Italian. <laughs> well, let's let's see what happens." Uh, <laughs> Puerto Ricans, Puerto Rico is an American territory. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this episode starts off and they're they're going down by the way they have all these these phasers and future technology and i've seen them like zoom in on a planet like it's like zoom in if i can zoom in but they couldn't they can't zoom in now like they're like oh we're going down to this planet and it's like we're gonna be surprised that there's a fucking huge hole in the planet <laughs> but they couldn't just see it they couldn't just see it from up there <laughs> Yeah. It's a practical joke by Chief O'Brien. Chief O'Brien <laughs> knows what these beaming them down at. No, you're, yeah. you're, right yeah. you're at the center of town, aren't you? He's yeah. just laughing <laughs> under that thing. Yeah. But I don't understand. Like, they've done this before. Like, they're like, oh, well, this is weird. Like, this, this planet's blah, blah, blah. It's just and, for like, dramatic effect. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I don't like I it. I mean, it's <laughs> the same general thing where it's like, you know how, like, in a zombie movie, everything's dead, silent until yeah, yeah. Like you 28 see days a later zombie. Scene, yeah. You know, yeah. It's yeah. a 28 days later scene where you're, like, going, oh, my God. God, everything's gone. It's, it's crazy. Funny, in, in the in like a real life situation, I'm making air quotes. Um, if zombies were alive, they would be bumping into shit. It'd be really loud. Just fucking no zombies. Well, that's just that's over my shit. point. I'm always oh, yeah, getting yeah. mad at zombie movies for doing that stupid shit. Oh yeah. yeah, and the and the zombie survival guide that Dan and I both read, like it's very clear that zombies, like you would just always hear them coming towards you. Just be like, what the fuck? You go crazy because the entire city yeah. would just be full of shuffling people. Just like, don't stop. <laughs> they don't stop. That's really this. funny. That really, that actually ruins every zombie story I've ever heard now because that horde would be making so much noise. Walk, just walking through the forest. Well, we can just tiptoe that way. There's a thousand zombies over there. Yeah, yeah but, but they also, us. but the zombie survival guide also points out that this would drive you insane because yeah, you would just too. keep hearing it. So that's actually An even ominous. worse than not hearing yeah. anything. Because over time you'll just be like, "Oh my god, you just no can't one get away will from stop." It. Yeah. yeah, or maybe the, you the, get the danger is it. always approaching. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe you tune it out and get desensitized. Slightly yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 at yeah, some point. Yeah, you could, you could. Yeah, yeah. That's um, what I do. So these dudes go down to the planet, and they're like, "Oh, we're supposed to go check out this planet," mm-hmm. but it's not. It's the the city that they're going to see that's not there, and it's, it's like a beautiful painting. 
<laughs> it's Literally. a great matte painting. I like it. it. I mean, is. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's a good matte painting, but it looks I'll tell you what it looks like. I'll tell you what good in a different direction it looks. It <laughs> looks like a really cool scene in like um Robert Rodriguez Sin City, where it's like <laughs> we made it made it look like a comic book, but it's real people in it. You know, oh, yeah. to be fair, um, also like they were they were literally drawing it for broadcast television, which would yeah, be at three sixty p exactly. So, yeah, you know, so that's that's I'm, why I'm they're watching like, it. This will work. This will. I'm watching it <laughs> on my lowest resolution monitor and still looks. You know, <laughs> I like yeah, I like how you can clearly tell that this uh, civilization used rebar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But just a bunch of rebar for. Well, there was only 900 people there. It's not like they had. That's also true. Yeah, it was a pretty small colony. It was a small colony. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, there's uh, two people that show up, and it's uh, Carol Shelby and uh, Commander. Uh, or what is this guy? A fucking admiral? He's an admiral, I think. Yeah. He's yeah, an admiral. And, and Shelby, immediately, I'm like, uh oh. There's a lot of tension going mm, on here. Mm-hmm. I thought at first I was like, oh, Riker's going to try to fuck her, dude. Immediately. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, and when they left together, I was like, oh, he's going to fuck her before the poker game. But then I was completely <laughs> wrong. They really kind of threw me a, for a loop here. Mm-hmm. And she's, then, the, she's the secret, uh, like, potential next season second character. That's what they're setting yeah. her up as. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. And so uh, I was like, oh, okay, interesting. And then, and then this old admiral fucking perv. Like he's like, oh, you better watch out for her. Who has not aged? Yeah. Has not aged. Yeah, that was that was line. pretty. That was pretty disgusting. <laughs> yeah, that he's comment. like, you better watch out, man. It also comes off as as pretty believable. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's two true. old white yeah, guys just like, talking yeah. about yeah. Like, young women. Yeah, like, about, that's yeah. exactly what they would say. Yeah, seems like they just recorded this in the halls of Congress, and these old. White perverts. They're they, he. One of them just basically goes, "Hey, this fucking this this chick. She's too hot to handle, dude. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> Real firebrand. Yeah, yeah. Watch out, dude. Don't get in trouble wait, like wait. I did. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> basically, I feel like that. Those are the undertones of this conversation, uh, dude. Yeah, a little bit, a little and bit. Picard's <laughs> like, yeah, it's fine. I, I don't, I don't fuck anybody unless it's Beverly. Yeah. Uh, and then I kill her husband. I make sure I kill her husband. And then he spits on the floor. He's like, Beverly, he doesn't really <laughs> yeah. fuck anymore. He only fucks people when he's on an adventure. Then yeah, he'll, then he'll that's fuck. True. All that's he when he gets turned on when he's in danger. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Shelby, I'm I'm so torn with the whole Shelby and Riker thing. Like, part of me is like, well, yeah, like she should be outspoken and like be like, fuck you, you're not listening to me. I'll fucking go around you. But then mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like, you you don't know what's going on. Like the 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 group dynamic, like you can't come in. It's like when when somebody new starts at your job and you're like, no, absolutely. Oh, you don't you don't the, dude doesn't. Please work don't change the workflow. We've yeah, established yeah. this workflow. Yeah. For a reason. Yeah. Yep. If you have questions, yeah. please ask us. Yeah. And just let us know no, but she why has you may no, want to change the workflow. She just like has no respect for rank. Yes. Or like or, or command or, yeah. or seniority <laughs> or which is very strange because this is a this is an operation. It's that, a military organization, yeah, essentially. It's yeah. Very yeah, much exactly. you right. obey yeah. the rank of whatever it's not like you can just go rogue like at my job i'd be like who the fuck are you i don't care about you you're my fucking boss scott knows me well i don't care who the fuck you are i'll fucking chew you out i'll fucking oh, yell yeah. i don't give a fuck 
Um, and I'll do what I want. Watch it. Yeah. So, but in this case, but, but the commanding um, officer. On yeah, the no, yeah. it's totally inappropriate, and I think it, it's actually doing her disservice. To yeah, her. it's unfortunate because I think they they want to have her be the strong female lead character, which I think is a good general direction. Yeah, but I think it's at the cost of her credibility. I think it yeah. actually makes her seem unstable as a character. Not, but. There, this is a thin line between like, oh, she's just she's a strong will woman, and and the and the fact that she's like, well, she's putting people in danger because she's yeah, like, yeah, absolutely, yeah, like like yeah. What, like jumping up ahead slightly when she just decides to go to the planet with data, yeah, but didn't even tell that's not okay, Riker and Jordy. You might yeah, you could at least leave a note. <laughs> <laughs> or you, they have commu- no, they have communicators do to it. say, hey, yeah. hey, landing party, we're, yeah. there's going to be a storm in an hour. Why don't we leave now instead? Yeah, but, why see, not? That's she what just, I don't get. Is they she just chose, go and take off on she a She chose not to communicate. And then I think yeah. her word, when, when she landed, she's like, oh, when they got there, it was like, early bird gets the worm, huh? And it's like, no, that's not. No, bitch. Like, that's, <laughs> that's not, not appropriate. And, yeah. and it makes her argument seem disingenuous because exactly. the actual situation looks more like she wanted to out, like basically outperform, outperform and like, Riker. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, which is not, is totally fucked up. It's not just like oh, there's a storm. I feel coming like she makes that intention clear. Like yes. she, she yeah, pretty yeah. much yeah. says, declares to him, like I'm gunning for your job, man. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, it's, which but is only really because she thinks that he's leaving. So in a way, her intentions aren't. But those intentions word, solidify evil. over the course of the episode. Because yeah. like because by the time they're like having a confrontation in the elevator, she's like, get out of the way. Yeah. Like you're oh, in my was, way. That was yeah. nasty. That was she, yeah. Yeah. She, she, she didn't know that he wasn't taking the captaincy that he was being offered. No, but That's, it's it's still she whether he was staying or going, she was gunning for that job. He, she, she didn't yeah, care. hundred percent. Yeah, but totally. I think, 100%. But I think like, for example, if it if the if her response to learning that he wasn't leaving was to be like, oh, okay, then I'll back off. Yeah. I think that makes sense. But I think her approach is, well, if you're not leaving, I'm going to force you out of that job by yeah. outperforming you, which is yeah, like I'm, very I'm aggressive. Here now and I'm not leaving here without yeah. your job, whether yeah. you're taking the captaincy or I'm usurping you. Yeah. 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 Which is, yeah and it's not so, definitely overintended. And I guess like to her credit, it's not like she's, she's saying like, I'm just here to take your job. It's like, I think you are no longer fit for this job if you think that my ideas are bad. You know, yeah. it's like, She's basically I, I saying, am, yeah, I'm declaring myself like better for this job than you currently are, Riker. And you're not fit to be a captain at this point. If you're being the way that you are is, is some of the undertones uh, I yeah, got yeah, from that her is because you're, you're not willing to take the drastic steps, which is going to make you not only a bad first officer that I deserve your job for, it will now make you a bad captain if you're not willing to leave to take that job. So now you're the worst of both worlds. <laughs> uh, oh, thank you. Uh, uh, but I, <laughs> I, I take. I also take issue with the fact that everyone keeps saying, "Oh, yeah, she seems like Riker when he was younger." Because, like, you look at first mm. season Riker, and he's actually like kind of a Boy Scout in the sense that he kind of follows Commander or. But Captain season Picard's one Riker isn't necessarily young yeah. Riker. But yeah. is, but isn't that That's what they, young but, Riker would have been serving on a different ship, right? But Picard yeah. directly right. says she reminds you of a certain. First officer who started first with the lieutenant, ship. yeah, first lieutenant, not first officer. Oh, first lieutenant. It's a, yeah, he's, his, it's his young, it's his earlier rank, which is what prompted Picard to promote him into the first officer role. Oh, oh, so he actually, actually, so so he actually knew of Riker before Enterprise. Correct. Yes. Oh, okay. So there is like a whole context to Riker's 
earlier career, I guess we just haven't seen. I believe so. I'm, I'm going to get railed on Twitter, like I said. That, <laughs> the, Klingons first, the Klingons' first appearance was in Day of the Dove, which I totally fucked over. I'm sorry, it's everybody fine. in the world. Fuck them. Who cares? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I realized as soon as we did that, I'm like, I got I to gotta go fact check myself. And I was like, God damn it. I knew I got that wrong. It's fine. So, it's but I do fine. believe. I Scott, do believe we're going to you for five one. minutes, dude. God damn it, dude. You embarrassed all of us, dude. Hockey rules. Hockey rules. <laughs> I do believe that he said it reminds me of a young lieutenant or a young, okay. Uh, okay. you know, something like that, that um, had the same brash and that yeah. made me think of him being a good first officer. So he's like, he reminds me of a young Ethan Hawke. Yeah. <laughs> a training so anyway, they're, they're talking Hawk. and basically this admiral's like, hey, watch out for this chick, dude, because you're going to get in trouble, dude, if you know what I mean. <laughs> if you know what I mean, pal. And, and then, then he's, he's also like, she walks out the door. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and then he basically says like, hey. So he basically outs uh, the the thing that that Riker's up for, which is mm-hmm. uh, he's up for another captain. Uh, the position. third time, the third, third time he's time. been offered a captaincy, yeah. and that if he doesn't take it, he might be stuck as a first officer for the rest of his career, which uh, doesn't matter. And then, um, so <laughs> I, I'll say this: so there's a lot of talk about her taking over Riker's position and stuff, and like when she finds out he's not going to leave, could could not be leaving probably. She says, "Well, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll I'm gonna take your position." Then this is what I thought: oh, best of both worlds, she's she's also there. She didn't take Deanna Troy as well best of both worlds <laughs> and then it didn't come out that way i was uh, so many theories that i had didn't work well, wait out. wait wait explain that theory i'm a little like she's like she's gonna have her cake and eat it too if you know what i mean she's, wait, gonna, she's, gonna, she's gonna replace the and she's steal gonna Deanna take troy oh steal deanna take, yeah. oh hold on wait a minute take riker's job and then and also take, her, take his lady Riker? dude yeah mm. no fuck deanna or, dude Oh, Deanna's going to go. Okay. Yeah, he did he not see both that. things. Okay. Both, both worlds, not only the, the position, <laughs> oh, yeah. but also the play, lady, lady friend. Play play both sides of the field. Okay. Exactly, dude. So, um, nice. anyway, mm. they uh they women. Yeah. There's another <laughs> poker scene which is unneeded uh, in this. We could have cut this poker scene and and been done. They're hilariously it. cramped on this little table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a <laughs> shitty poker table, man. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it was a lens. Like he's like, "Oh, all yeah. we have is a like, goddamn fucking <laughs> have is a 25 and he's like he's like the truth is fucking wide dude to, he's like go find terrence malick and tell him to give you one of those wide ass 15s uh, and we'll tell him we're gonna film a wheat field and and, and they're like the wide shot of the table it looks like the lamp above them isn't even like above the table correctly it's just there to be the <laughs> yeah. top of the frame yeah yeah it does it doesn't look like it's it, at the same plane as yeah, the table it's tilted towards the camera because it's almost it might, the yeah. same it might actually yeah. be held on like a C stand to just simulate the top of a light. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and so they're playing poker, and basically it's goddamn fucking. I don't know why, dude. I swear to God, every ensign on this goddamn fucking ship is secretly planning to kill Wesley, dude. He's like, he could <laughs> he could take the triple lift, and then it doesn't stop, and then he fucking yeah. hits the bottom, dies, dude. <laughs> Uh, and when I was like, well, he goes, he goes into the holodeck. We fill it full of water. He fucking dies. Mm. And then the, the all are competing to kill Wesley and, and it like cancels itself out. Yeah, like, yeah. He never gets killed. It's like a Rube Goldberg machine that keeps happening around him and never yeah. touches him. I don't <laughs> know why, but I just imagine a bunch of other ensigns filling a pillowcase full of like tricorders. <laughs> yeah. And just going. <laughs> like, like, bad boys, tri- like bad boys. Yeah. Tricorders yeah. specifically. Yeah. <laughs> Or um, com badges, just lots of com badges. Yeah. 
<laughs> so, so they they uh they have Wesley there, fucking goddamn idiot, and he basically gets out bluffed by Riker, right? Uh-huh. And uh, damn it, fucking cat's loud as shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what is he? I haven't heard this expression before. Riker says, "Time to put on the long pants." Is that? Yeah. A- I don't know, like, because if you're a boy, you wear shorts. Big boy pants? Yeah. I think that's what that means, because I guess little boys wear shorts, and men wear long trousers. I guess traditionally, schoolboys did wear shorts. Maybe he's referring to the costume in Justice, the shitty (laughs) sexy planet costume. Yeah, I think it's an old thing, because I... One of the things, and I don't know, I overheard somebody talking about it. It's probably my wife, or some, some somebody that I was listening to in the background was saying that What's a fucking idiot guy from England? He's not the king. He's a prince. Tim, Harry? Prince Tim, Prince Prince Edward, Prince Tim. One of those two, Edwards or <laughs> one of those dudes. Prince Harry, Charles? the older, the older one, Charles. Oh, I think Charles. It's Charles. Timmy, oh, Timmy. Oh, Archduke Chocula. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Count Chocula. Um, his kid, uh, mm-hmm. Charlie, or his, you bet my finger. Um, <laughs> the kid can't wear pants. He's got to wear shorts until he's a certain age, and then he can start wearing pants. That's why if you see him, it, it could be cold. What? It could be cold day in Europe. Yeah, look it up. It could be cold day oh, in Europe. And they okay. still wear shorts because he's, he's a child. legally not allowed to. Yeah, wear the, the queen will fucking Just cut off his legs. him with a he, cane. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, fuck you, Charlie. Boom. He's like, ah, yeah, pet me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so anyway, he's putting on the big boy pants, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, and then but, but, um, he, but then he's not because he yeah, doesn't yeah. doesn't go for yeah. the bluff. I guess I guess golf. long pants is a less uh, a less um, what's the what's the term I'm, term I'm looking for male female a less, uh, less sexist way misogynistic. Yeah. yeah, instead of saying Perverted. big boy pants, long yeah. long the long pants instead of big yeah. boy it's more pants, gender big neutral. Girl I guess pants. gender yeah. is the word I was looking for, and I couldn't there find it for some yeah, reason. Yeah, Bam, yeah. <laughs> yes. It's um, a less gender-specific insult to him. Got it. That's okay. true. That's true. And, and so, they, um, well, basically, Riker bluffs Wesley, but then, um, what's her name? Shelby. Shelby Cobra. Uh, so, Shelby, <laughs> Shelby's like, I call your bluff, and then she wins. She ends up winning, because she, she's yeah. like, no, nah, this guy's a fucking, I know a liar when I see one, and this guy's a liar. Yeah. Um, it's a direct reference to Measure of a Man, actually, when... Uh, data could not call the bluff. Yeah, and yeah. the first person who's actually been able to best Riker in general is his potential replacement. So yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so she goes down to the planet with Data, and a couple of things are wrong. One, she breaks protocol. Two, she doesn't know. We don't look. We know that eventually it's the Borg, but what if there's some weird like werewolf fucking planet? Then the werewolves <laughs> fucking they eat everybody, and then they dug a big asshole. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they're big ass werewolves. We don't know anything. And she could have been like killed. There's so many things that could have happened. And she's an idiot. Like, yeah, I, I fought the whole episode yeah. being like, well, no, she's just strong. And she's like, she's trying to, you know, to, sh- to like, yeah, you're hoping you can have that point of view of her. Yeah. It, but but it's just, they make it really hard. The writer yeah. is probably men. Anyway. So yeah. um, there is a neat, there is a neat, uh, a very small detail. I don't want to skip over it because I caught it when I, when I, re- when I watched it uh, yesterday for this, when, when she says um, early bird gets the worm mm-hmm. yeah. and then, it, you know, everybody knows the joke from data is like, I think she aired. There's no life forms mm. or birds or anything. But when she says that immediately data with this tricorder starts scanning the ground 
<laughs> and then scanning the air for birds and worms oh, I love that. just off the side of the frame and it's 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 such a great Brent Spiner acting. It's such a great. I didn't even yeah, realize like that. That's it's, pretty good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's yeah, right. You're right. It probably wasn't even a direct a director thing. He probably just yeah. was like a worm. I'm just going to look down at the ground. Really nice. Really subtle touch. Just wanted to mention. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good and, detail. And then they have. And then the next scene is. Um, by the way, this episode. Uh, if you're following along with my, it's always sunny in Philadelphia titles. Uh, this one should have been called Picard gets. And, qu- and then quotes taken. Um, <laughs> uh, like Riker is Liam Neeson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if they had the real Liam Neeson, dude, he would have had him oh back like, in, like in a, a day oh, and a half, dude. He would be back. He yeah. would just be, punch he right through even, the board cube. Yeah. <laughs> first, he would call him, and he's like, "Put him up," and then he's like, "Fish time, fuckers," and he's like, "Guys, I'm with, gonna find you." With forty five edits in between of how he gets from one end of the hallway <laughs> to the mean, other end joke of the hallway. Last week, yeah. yeah. No, I heard it. I heard it. I want. Oh man. But that's a great, I mean, that's a Liam Neeson action movie joke. Yeah. <laughs> I, want, I, want, I want now like a hypercut version of First Contact where they're, they're doing all the action stuff. It's just cut really fast. Hypercuts. <laughs> and Love so it. they come back to the ship and they're doing a bunch of analysis and shit. And they're trying to come up with like, okay, so like they figure out it's like probably the Borgs and they're like, well, we got to figure out how to beat them because last time they fucked us up, dude. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, well, if we like develop a weapon, blah, blah. And she's like, she's, she's like, she's like, well, hear me out, dude. We make a little nuke, we make a little nuke, see what happens. And, <laughs> and, and like, well, let's just wait. And then she's always trying to pull rank. She's like, well, mm-hmm. I think we should talk to fucking, I think we should talk to the captain, see what he says, because I think he should know the options. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, I'll assess the options and I'll give him like the top five, not your shitty fucking ideas, dude. Let's build a nuke. Get the fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> and uh, she's constantly going over his head. And I don't like that. I mean, I don't know if she's coming yeah. back next season. I don't know what's up, but. Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, I she's definitely like like being set up. And yeah. they're trying to like, I think the show wants to make her seem like just slightly too ambitious, but definitely hyper competent. So I think they sure. are trying to make her like the Riker sort of. She's the know, Dr. Pulaski. But they're Commander making Riker. me not like her. Yeah, though. yeah. Like yeah. they're really bit. making well, her not like Pulaski. Well, the that's people true. People didn't like Pulaski because Pulaski came off comparative to Crusher. She came off very abrasive, very like I'm going to go. I'm going to talk back to you, Captain. I'm going to be the bones to what Crusher, you know, McCoy bones. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm going to be ab- abrasive and I'm going to talk back and I'm going to be gruff, gruff, gruff. And I think they were trying to do that with Shelby, just depending on how the season four was going to start with whoever was going to be cast in it. And they were, they were just turning that into the, well, we got to make the female Riker be seem stronger and making her stronger meant just, she was more of an asshole rather than just being yeah. a strong, competent woman. I mean, yeah, it also gives it, you wiggle room for like them to develop her into someone more likable, which I believe is story for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Plastic. Yeah, it gives know. her a place to start. I yeah. mean, I don't know where they're going with her character. Obviously, you know, I don't, I haven't watched. Well, here's what this happens is my first in part time two. watching it. <laughs> yeah, Scott, tell us what happens. Well, I guess <laughs> what I'm kidding. saying is that they could, you know, I could have gotten her strength and her knowledgeable you know, competency without the asshole, you know, ness Mm -hmm. of it. So if that was their attempt to be like, she's a strong woman who knows what she wants and she's super driven and she's super competent, but she's also an asshole. Like we could have probably left that out unless there is a storyline or some kind of arc that 
maybe I'm missing in the next episode or future episodes where this kind of comes into play. Like, why is she so, um, I don't know. <laughs> like, why is she acting this way? Like, why did she's, so gr- she's aggressive. Add, add I, add I that forget, later. Sarah. Yeah. yeah. Did, you, did you watch um, season two with us? I forget if you were watching um, it with us. I did, but when probably When Pulaski first like, arrived. Uh, yeah, I think loosely. Like, I watched on and off. Um, do you do you remember what her first scenes were like where she was like super racist against Data? No, I don't really remember. So did they play her that way? Yeah, yeah she was like she super saying, racist. She, she kept spitting at him going, fuck you, dude, yeah, this is our like, town. If you only look at Pulaski <laughs> in the first couple episodes she appears in, she's a complete like, like just a okay, huge so jerk. Okay, yeah. so what was the payoff? Yeah. What was the arc of her being a jerk? Was there some so kind for, of redemption? For Pulaski, her arc is that she comes to realize that Data is a valuable person. Like person yeah. as in like, entity oh and i shouldn't treat him like shit yeah yeah i shouldn't just treat him like a machine Um, oh that's how she views him at first yeah she literally thinks he's like a toster she realizes oh Oh, this this dude fucks this (laughs) dude fucks (laughs) this isn't just a toaster this is the brave little toaster yeah he's like he's like yeah this this dude fucks and i fucks with him Uh, and then she left him alone mm, the better toy story i don't know i mean the only arc i can imagine is that maybe she i mean what is what is the payoff of not paying attention to rank (laughs) i thought you were just gonna say to not paying attention i do think the writers intend to color shelby as someone who is overly reckless because mm-hmm. they're you're taking okay. time f- they're taking yeah. time for uh you know jordy to say like well yeah she fucked up data yeah like, because just like just hypothetically yeah. speaking a, a hypothetical arc could be like shelby is like oh becomes you know member of crew needs to go on these adventures becomes too zealous on one mission gets someone killed and it yeah. weighs heavily on her and then suddenly i mean if her that's character. is that yeah. the right hypothetically are those the right personality traits for a um for an officer like that a, a commander be, i guess to be yeah, fair to be i fair, also <laughs> plasky plasky was making those moves too so like she, yeah. she you felt that way yeah and also to be fair i've always thought that Riker was never really that competent as a first officer I think I, I, have, a, I have a theory true. about that. Okay, go go. For it. And I have a theory why he's not a captain. Because mm. he could keep fucking up, and they, yeah. they'll always blame the oh. captain. But the captain's so well respected that they'll never kick him out. Yeah, it's and hard. Do whatever he wants, basically. Mm. Riker will, and then it's like, well, I fucked up again. I have literally yeah. seen people at some jobs that definitely do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where they don't accept the supervisor seat because they know that they can keep doing what they want to without that's taking true that could definitely yeah. i mean he could i mean clearly he's comfortable right like i mean he says that in the episode he's comfortable yeah. i would have been hoped that his reason that he says directly as he's talking to deanna is well if i leave the enterprise i won't see you anymore you know <laughs> yeah and i was hoping he would yeah. be like you know, I was nice. hoping for the conversation to kind of go like, Me too. but Riker, I thought you decided to put your relationships <laughs> Is on Is that hold. your Deanna yeah. accent? Riker, I thought you decided to put <laughs> our Rebecca. relationships on hold Charlie. For, for your career. 
And then wow. he goes, well, maybe now. Riker, relation- why bite my finger? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you bit my finger. Um, maybe, maybe then he goes, well, maybe I'm starting to realize relationships are as important as my career. And yeah. she goes, are you saying what I think you're saying, Riker? He sounds, now he sounds like a completely now different sounds episode. like Gump. <laughs> He's on my mom used to tell me that relationships are important. Um, oh, that's the way you talked about Wesley. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> Wait, so um, this is your fanfic. Fiction, right this is all oh, yeah. this is my fan this is what i was hoping that scene would be <laughs> but, but what it really well, it kind of is a little bit that's what i thought it was going because i thought it was the um the notebook scene you know in the rain like what do you want and she did she does do that she's like what do you want and she's like, I don't what do you want it's simple what do you want if it was raining it'd be the same fucking scene um so raining so goes i want the best of both worlds yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boom, they said the name of oh my god that's actually amazing we should reshoot this <laughs> so you know at the beginning of that conversation between deanna and Riker, like Riker starts off with like i sacrifice so much and then he gestures like toward deanna as no as no it's that. very direct no, yeah, yeah he's yeah, directly talking about that yeah, yeah. like so yeah, that is what? how they address the relationship that's just yeah. that's just all you get but i was hoping yeah. that he had like changed his mind about his career and that because nah, that would be a really good personal reason for why he isn't leaving nah, no that he would be a hook. they let him they let him watch the harp ladies no other ship <laughs> or captain would let no him other it. ship yeah can has holodecks this advanced so, well, so, yeah, no, <laughs> and ostensibly that is currently true yeah this That's is, why he wants this is the suzuki of fucking ships dude uh, so then the admiral shows up the, the admiral shows up and he's like hey uh so the uss fucking catherine zeta jones just they, they disappeared dude fucking bermuda triangle shit dude bermuda triangle. and and he's like oh fuck and now they know the borg they're coming dude they're like vampires in the night and so they're like all right well let's try to figure out what the fucks we're gonna do dude because they can't beat them mm-hmm. so they they finally meet the fucking the cube mm-hmm. and they hail them and there's no response and finally uh, they do respond and they're like hey we're the goddamn Borg motherfuckers, uh, and we're going to fuck you up, dude. We fucks you up, Lepowski. Um <laughs> Well, we fucks you up, Picard. Like, we yeah. want you, Picard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And basically they specifically says, want Picard. We want yeah. you to come over here. Yeah. We want you to be, um, you know. Uh, I don't know what they really want. I, I guess if you find out they wanted them to turn him into the Borg, but I, so far in this episode, they don't say why. Like, yeah, they're not very. They're not super clear as to yeah. why it has to be Picard. My theory is that they're like we're really curious about this fucking Earl Grey shit, <laughs> but not until you're one of us. One of us. One of us. Um, can we really know what the fuck is happening in your head? I think. Um, they, and- I think they do say specifically. Um, what do they no, say? No, they, they do. don't. Unless yeah, I missed they, it. Like, what do they, they say? They, they like, essentially why? tell him that he's got. He's got to be a voice between the Borg and. I mean, that's Earth, like why. They why want him, but yeah, why but they, they can talk. But like, that's what yeah. they intend to use him for. But yeah, it's like it's specifically Picard, Picard. You have a really wonderful voice. We <laughs> must use it. That's what yeah. I thought too. Is like I actually think, when they said that, I was like, oh, they like his theatrical acting and his skills. They're like, we love your I, acting yeah. and your Shakespeare. <laughs> you are fantastic. What you said, Luxana. We were very moved. <laughs> they should have. They should have gotten fucking Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> <laughs> so basically they want him as a go-between but i don't understand they they know they know how to speak to humans they know english, they like, know english. i think i think they understand that it would be psychologically very damaging for the humans if the captain of their flagship 
is assimilated and turned into the main like voice scary? for the Yeah, but Marvin, you think everybody on all planets that are ruled by the fucking Federation know who fucking Picard is? No. Actually, I, yes. Picard how, is extremely that famous. That sounds outlandish. Yeah, Picard is actually he's extremely not famous. John he's Lennon, entire dude. Federation. He's not John Lennon, dude. He's, this he's like the equivalent of like, uh, he probably would be the equivalent of like, is he like you an mentioned Oprah? Colin Powell before, right? It'd be like Colin Powell. Oh, nobody Colin knows who Colin Powell is Nobody knows who Colin Powell is. They think it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's Colin Powell. You know who Colin Powell is. Not nowadays. No, no one. No, I'm not going to stop someone on the street. They'll be like, do you know who Colin Powell is? They're going to be like, no, I have no idea who that is. They're like, what? So you just compare. Compared John Luke Picard to Colin Powell. Yeah, Just in is. terms of fame, yeah. not in terms How of policies. There's a thousand other people. Do you know, this do you know, right do you know, do you know Colin Powell? And they're like, uh, is it kind of like the Oxford comma? Um, <laughs> I, I'll say this. I'll say that I can, this is a bit of headcanon. And I don't think this has ever been said as to far as why the Borg would actually do this. But when in that episode, when Q sent the Enterprise, are you, are you talking about get the Borg? Stuff? Oh, you're no, talking no, about no. The, the other episode. Yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah. the very, the very first yeah. Hugh Hugh when he threw him out there, and they and they drilled into the Enterprise and pulled out part of the Enterprise. You got to imagine there's a lot of computer data, not data, but you know, computer information. Yeah. I mean, they, they removed several decks of the ship. That's yeah, true. so yeah. there's all kinds of information in there. If they had assimilated again, this is total headcanon. But if they had assimilated that and understood that, okay, the captain of the ship, this is the Federation flagship. The Federation was this big thing. He's the captain of the ship. If we need to quickly communicate to these people without destroying them all, but we want to assimilate them without them fighting back, he's going to be our liaison to get them to do that quickly. So you can kind of work backwards to say that they had the information that Picard would be the one they would need from that first episode. I don't accept your reality and I substitute Thank it for you. my own. Uh, here's, here's my theory, Scott. Here's my because theory. I just came up with it just now. But I- <laughs> they, 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 they suck up the middle part, right? The, 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 yeah. the core. They mm-hmm. take it, and that's where all the servers were. Not using goddamn ExpressVPN. <laughs> no, shit. They get all the fucking Harp Lady footage, and they're like, we don't get the Harp Lady shit, dude. We need Picard to fucking translate this shit. You guys are watching some weird-ass U-porn shit. What the fuck is going on? And they're like, that's the only way we'll understand humans, is by the pornography they fucking watch. Why do you insert <laughs> things into holes? Yeah. <laughs> Where are the harp ladies? Resistance is futile. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they just deploy fucking harp ladies everywhere. And that's how they conquer. How <laughs> the Borg become harp ladies on the yeah. bridge. Yeah, so basically like the, the Borg are like, hey, we want Picard, can him over, uh, like taking part three. And if you don't, we'll just blow the <laughs> shit out of you, dude. So whatever you want to do. And they get tractor beamed. And then the way they get out, but by, by the way, fucking Shelby, she just pulled rank. She didn't. She didn't go. Hey, yeah, Captain, she jumped here's ahead, an idea. Yeah. She she just oh, yeah. gave him an order. Mm. You know, like mm-hmm. she earlier she was like, "Well, we should give him the option, and then let him fucking pick and blah blah blah." But then she was like, "Fuck t- telling Riker or the captain who are sitting next to me. I'm just gonna tell fucking Data." To yeah. B- by the way, this is after the scene where she had offered a solution to Riker about like preparing your ship's defenses because they can't build yeah. the the anti Borg weapon in. They, they need like two years to build it. So since they can't build it in time, let's try to retrofit some of our current weapons to work. But in the meantime, while we're doing that, let's split up the ship. Because if the ship is split up 
into the saucer and battle sections, maybe they will be distracted. And Riker goes, no, that's stupid. One of the parts can't like navigate in subspace correctly because it doesn't have an impulse engine. And then she's like, well, let's just try it out. And he goes, no, I, I will t- give it this idea to the captain. But then don't talk about this until we've talked to the captain. But then we find out the next scene, she just went straight to the captain and right. went right oh, over his that, head. That scene pissed me off. My blood was boiling. That's the scene where you go, you know what? You're being an asshole. <laughs> when he walked in, when he walked in and saw her there, I, I literally screamed. I was like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> were you mad at her or were you mad at Picard for being, why weren't you in the briefing now? <laughs> Like, were you just sitting in here? He's tired. I met yeah. her. I met her. Yeah, I, know. I can't I know. believe I know. she specifically it's just a, went behind it's just a story his back. Yeah. And he handled it with grace, honestly. I give it to, to Riker because I would have been yelling and screaming at guilt. And like, what the fuck I are you doing? I was going to tell him. Fucking bitch. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, go get your worms, you fucking idiot. Um, so then, uh, um, basically, they get the they get sucked up, and then she has the idea of like, hey, shoot it in like weird intervals and just confuse it. Basically, she's like, just confuse it. Uh, that's the solution <laughs> to everything in this episode. Just, just yeah. confuse it. Um, just confuse it so be it'll fast. be it'll it won't be able to adapt. Keep rotating. Like, keep spinning, spinning towards victory. Yeah. Yep. So then uh, they they get out, they they escape, and then they're they're on the run. And then the fucking Borg show up. They just show, they appear. They fucking take fucking Picard and they take him, dude. They kidnap him just like taken one, dude. Um, <laughs> That's exactly how the girl disappeared in taken yeah. one as yeah. well. Yeah. Just, yeah. I remember that. I scene. like that. Like they have the elaborate special effects of like the Borg teleportation effect, but the one that's dead on the floor, it disappears <laughs> like an yeah. enemy in a video game. Yeah. It just fades <laughs> away. And leaves his outline on the carpet where he was laying there. Yeah. I love the outline on the carpet. That's yeah. like a great detail. Yeah. It's such a weird, why did that one leave that way? I don't understand. Well, it was like dead. Dead. fade away. You have to get a little hot. They had, nothing to, they had nothing to gain from him. He was already gone. <laughs> Wait, that, is that the way that, that they that burned little... him? Is that what they implied? That he was burned alive or something? I don't it, know, but... Because no. he kind of just fades away like 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 some sort of like video game thing. I think the implication is just that because everything else is living inside the other cyborgs, that the, the transport thing, and then he fades away, and it's just like, oh, there's a little nod to the audience. We know that that one's dead. Yeah. Oh, okay. But... I- but by the way, I don't know if you guys saw this, and this is a very quick aside because it's online and everyone can watch it, but there's an artist that did an animation of this scene mm-hmm. of Picard being kidnapped in the animation style of Star Trek, the animated series. Oh, Ooh. cool. And it's fucking brilliant. It's really? fantastic. They're, they're doing, someone is doing a few scenes. Like they did like the he Voyager did, he intro. Did, he did Voyager, same, yeah. same guy. Yeah, yes, the yeah. Same okay, guy. Okay, yeah, okay. I think even too, I've yeah. been seeing that in my recommended. Yeah, I, 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 I've just not Voyager been because I have yes. no context for it. Yeah. There's it's a girl, so there's a girl good. online. Uh, uh, she's got a website. Um, and she did a Picard XXX parody. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah! All right, this is this is Wait, one one girl. Link, very Ricardo linked this to us in our, in our yeah. Discord. Do I have to chat. open up another tab for uh, after <laughs> I watch the Key and Peel thing? Um, you you have to uh, use the ExpressVPN, and then you don't have to worry about any tabs. <laughs> anyway, but this is that scene that the animated thing was, and it's fantastic. To be fair, the thumbnail you shared with us, Ricardo, was very high production value. Yeah, <laughs> I know, dude. 
Yeah. Holy yeah. shit! I didn't it's even in now. VR. Oh, That's it. crazy. Oh wow! Man. Oh wow! Yeah, we're we're living in the future. Yeah, it's, it's basically XXX VR. It, it's a it's a goddamn holodeck style. You get in there and experience. <laughs> like it. it. I mean, the closest um, you got right now. They should have yeah. just kept that. Um, that would have been called like Best of Both Worlds. That would have been a cool like. That's a it's really a, good. That's a porn title. title. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so hear me out. My other theory. When I when I got halfway through the episode, mm-hmm. I had this theory. Because eventually, Riker becomes the captain of the ship, right? Basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, he, mm-hmm. It, it, yes. By default, it falls to mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh my god, dude. This is all simulation. He's taking a test to be the captain. Oh, oh man. And, oh, this is like oh, in the, the wow. Kobayashi Maru. This is like thing. his Kobayashi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, this is genius. And I thought, this is the best episode I've seen if this is true. And then it turned out not to be true. And I was very, very upset at myself for even thinking <laughs> well, you don't know that. for sure yet. This is <laughs> only true. part one of two. True. So. That's true. Mm, that would have um, been an interesting turn of events. Yeah. You like, love oh, when god. it turns out things are a dream or it turns out things are like That's like or, your thing. Or it was time travel all along. Yeah. The dream stuff I'm not so fond of. <laughs> when you when you are like wakes up setup. next to Suzanne yeah. Plachette, that's your oh, favorite. Wait, I think I've already gotten past <laughs> this scene by now, but just just to get a quick like check of everyone, how what do people think of the scene Picard has with Guinan before he gets taken? Oh, I was just going to talk about that because I feel like they, that's a good they, scene. They they basically were like, we need to get every fucking location yep. in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Every the ready yeah. room, boom. The conference room, boom. We got mm-hmm. the, the we got the the transporter, fucking bullshit. We got the, we had every fucking room is in this, and they're like, we need the bar. It's a very and, similar scene to his scene with Guinan in Yesterday's Enterprise when they talk. Mm, at the yes, yes. Forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's fine. I think the scene's fine, and basically we find out that Guinan's planet was or oh, we knew whole, that we knew that from yeah, yeah. Kihu. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, think it's so, interesting that because it's a very she has a very long term, almost existential view of survival yeah, versus right. like Picard probably was if he had the chance to respond to her, would be like, but that's no way to survive. That sounds awful. I don't yeah. want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but I just think that's interesting that sh- that was her way of consoling him almost. Yeah. Yeah. So the conversation's fine. Like I, I could have done without it. Like we, we get it. Like, it's not the greatest scene in the world. Yeah, but she, basically, she's like, "Eh, there's a lot of hu- it, 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 well, like human humans will survive. There's so many goddamn humans. They're, they're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna be okay. They're, like they're a goddamn they plague. can't stomp on all yeah. the cockroaches, Picard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I just wanted her to say. I wanted her to be straight up. Like you guys are pieces of shit. Humanity should have never spread beyond Earth, dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you guys are pieces of shit, and you survived, and you will survive because. We've tried to, everyone's tried to kill you because you guys are pieces of shit and you've escaped. I, I do find it interesting that this is essentially also a scene where Picard, I think, is also realizing that this is like probably a battle they're not going to win. He keeps like claiming that there's a shot. That's why but- I thought this was a Kobayashi, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so then he has a, by the, by the way, we don't need this goddamn scene because of one thing. And if they're in an emergency situation, they literally were just, they were just fucking attacked. Mm-hmm. And, and he's going to a bar to talk to fucking Guinan of some philosophical bullshit. He should have been in the ready room, just planning shit, dude, thinking up shit, having like 32 people in there, just throwing ideas, dude. How do we, <laughs> how do we explode this fucking comet, dude? That's well, I think he us. thinks he was going to, they're going to die, right? Like it was just. Wasn't that no, his whole thing? Right? Oh, I thought that he was like, well, the, no, I think she does. 
Is there's right? a subtext to it because he he knows the history of touring the ship during yeah a, the during touring a, the ship before, thing beforeing a war beforeing sure <laughs> before a, before a battle and then Guinan says before a hopeless battle and then he says well yeah but the battle was won but the captain was killed so he's he's they're dealing with a lot of layers of where he could actually be feeling mm-hmm. and I know that I think they've just already decided what they're going to do with this weapon that they've developed with the um with the dish the deflector uh, array yeah with the deflector array yeah sorry and uh and i think he's just he's he's resigned to this is our one shot we're going to go as far as we can go until we have to turn and make this shot he doesn't know he's going to get abducted obviously but i think he's just like it's this one shot or nothing so that's why he's touring the ship so it's like in his mind this has to work but he also knows that this is potentially couldn't work and we're all fucked well i think also in the sense that he wasn't sure if he could use it without getting the ship exploded in the same time so yeah. it would have been worth it though. Yeah, I think oh. he's I think he's thinking like this is a potential worthy suicide mission if we have to do this. Yeah. Oh, I Which, do yeah. have a question though. If you live on this sh- I I couldn't help but to think about yeah, every other yeah. passenger on the ship. Are we just all going down like yeah, or just children. if you're on they, this if you're on yeah. the Enterprise, you agree that you could just be killed at any moment? Yep. I, I feel yep. like yeah. they should have had escape pods by now. They like, do have yeah. escape pods. The other thing they could do is because a deflector dish is attached to the, the bottom part, the nacelle part. Battle bridge. Yeah. The battle bridge. They could separate the saucer section. Well, like they, but, but they are they already talked about that. They talked about that and they said it would it would leave the saucer section completely vulnerable because it can't it can't outmaneuver or do anything and they would just but, destroy it. But here's quickly. the thing is that we so saw in, we saw in fucking uh the JJ Abrams movies that everyone evacuated the goddamn ship in like two minutes. <laughs> in two minutes. <laughs> in two minutes. The goddamn ship and and Thor had a baby. Um <laughs> wait, which movie? Oh, the, the oh, first the, well that was the, a different that was a different ship. I mean that was, that was an older right. ship, Scott. That, that was, was an older Kelvin. ship. No, I know. It's also a different <laughs> they reality. Use, they use shuttles. <laughs> yeah. They use but shuttles. They stayed on the bridge to fight the Narada to get them out of there. <laughs> yeah, um, it's kind of I a mean, different reality evac- as well. Did they evacuate? Really I mean, I hope that the yeah. only people left on the ship are the only people in this room, right? Like, no, no, no. it's a part of even though well, there's horrible. still a thousand, there's, there's still a thousand, thousand people, people on the ship. Yeah, well, because because like, like even though the Enterprise is essentially like for the a lot of times treated like a cruise ship, it is essentially still a military vessel. Yeah, so it's everyone a cruise coming ship on that Uber's people, dude, <laughs> with guns. And Sarah, yeah. Sarah, it's not just the people. There's cats. There's dogs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm not okay. All kinds of, all okay kinds of alien species of on there, you know, pets. I'm not stuff, okay so. with this. Not okay yeah. with this. Yeah. So, yeah, what so, was the cat? What from that episode? Spot. Patch patches. Tim Timothy. Timothy. That was fake. Oh yeah, that was the fake cat. Well, patches. Data, have we have we found? Not have yet. we introduced no, Data? No. Oh, never mind. Sorry. No. Spoiler spot alert. Spot damn it, God, dude. Fuck. God damn it. We're gonna borg you, dude. So. <laughs> so he he gets kidnapped by the Borg. He's gonna the, Borg out. Yeah. The, the Borg stand back. I'm going to stand back, Scott. He's gonna Borg. So he, that he, makes more sense. He gets, he gets <laughs> taken. He gets taken by the fucking Borg, and he does this. He acts like when an American's acting drunk and stupid <laughs> in another country. And then they're like, well, you can't arrest me because I have rights. And he's like, no, sir, you're not in America. You're not in America at all. 
<laughs> and it's like he's like, are you? Do you know what you're doing? He, Picard's like, it's uh, American captain Mexico, like Americans <laughs> yeah, when they go yeah. to Mexico, well, they're like, what are you doing? I have rights. It's like, sir, you're in Mexico. Like you don't. Yeah. We will <laughs> fuck you up, dude, and then take your money, and then go to work on you. Um, and so he's acting like that, like a tourist who's fucking drunk. And yeah, he's yeah. like, he's like, do you know I have fucking rights? And he's and like, no, you mm. you were wearing shit, dude. Shut the fuck up and yeah. don't ask us for old gray, dude. We know what Every- kind of porn you watch. <laughs> they, I, I do like that they keep going like everything you say is meaningless. Yeah. Oh, that's so. Death so they, is meaningless. They, <laughs> they, they um, so good. They 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 take him <laughs> and they irrelevant. Fucking, they run, dude. They irrelevant. Run. Yes, irrelevant. They're, they're which is slightly us. different from meaningless. That's true. That's true. That's true. That is true. That is true. That's a very important distinction. They're hauling ass. And the admiral, the, the sexist admiral is like, oh, we're, we're on our way to help you. And he's like, they, they took the fucking captain, man. Like, uh, <laughs> help us out, dude. And, and he, so Riker has to take over. He's now the captain. And they're on pursuit. And they're like, can you slow down the Borg ship? Because it's headed to Earth. Yeah. Right. And it's going to cause all kinds of, of havoc. And my thing is like, maybe we don't do anything. Maybe humanity's <laughs> had a good run. Let's let them go. Let's let's see. Let's let them roll also, with this idea. Here's let's the thing. see here's how this plays out. In my mind, I was also thinking like, okay, so sure, the Enterprise couldn't do much to the board cube, right? Yeah. But they're mm-hmm. going to go by like the shipyards of Mars, right? Like there's going to be thousands of ships there. Well, but not like just, this, dude. Not, they're all round, dude. This one's a cube. You don't understand. <laughs> this is a square. This one's a fucking cube, right? Yeah. You, yeah. you don't understand the physics of it, bro. This one's I think cool. you skip calculus, dude. Well, they <laughs> are planning. They are planning. They don't. Have you ever tried to defeat a race at Wolf Three Five Nine? They are planning to attack them. Fucking. Have you ever yeah. eaten a Captain Crunch? Cut the roof of your teeth. It's square, yeah. dude. It's, square. Yeah. it's fucking and square. And then you can't anything after that. You can't. Oh, right. Right. Drink after that, you yeah. are fucked. Yeah. Yeah. So, so wait, do we know guy. what what they're doing heading to Earth? We don't know why they're heading there. They right? want to assimilate like, Earth. Yeah, it's they want to. They're assimilating technologies and uh, civilizations. They want to kidnap princes on the Humans though, like <laughs> what yep. humans yeah. are not. I mean, humans ain't shit, dude. The well, humans ain't well. shit. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, like, it's there's so gotta funny be someone like, better. Yeah. yeah, they do have a, like they a sh- thesis <laughs> statement of we wish to improve ourselves, like with humanity. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. It's like well, me? It, I, yeah, it's true. I wanted to be like, what about Vulcans? They seem a lot cooler. Yeah. Also, I don't know if you don't no want. one here. Hear me out. Hear me out on this one, guys. And what if they did assimilate humanity and then they just turned into like a really <laughs> shitty Borg and they started becoming really incompetent? Yeah. They just get really they racist. racist. Started in fighting, yeah, and getting really racist. Yeah. Super lazy. Um, hear me out on this one. Why don't they just take data and be like more like him? Okay, so yeah. here's the thing: in the original Look, drafts mm-hmm. of Best of Both Worlds, they were going to actually turn Picard into a Borg uh-huh. by melding him with data. And they were going to be like, okay, that's going to be like the new Jesus. like hyperborg that the Borg are going to take. How are um, they going to do that? Like physically? Exactly. Like that was the, the issue. <laughs> they were, they were put hair it sounds the like, <laughs> sounds like the, this is an obscure reference, but that sounds like the end of the black hole. Are you talking about butts? <laughs> no. All no. I know about that movie is that it was very bad for Disney. 
No, <laughs> yeah. it, well, they showed was, they showed assholes, dude. It's <laughs> to kids. That's what the black hole was. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, <laughs> movie, that movie is that movie is awesome. It's very underrated. It's one of my favorite movies, and it's probably because of of nostalgia purposes that I totally love it. But at the at the end, they you go know, to like a you know what my only experience with that movie is. <laughs> I read like a photographic picture book, an yes. adaptation of the black hole. And that's no, how sh- I first learned of the name Maximilian. Sean Maximilian. showed it to us in college. Do you not remember that? Like he showed that and the John Carpenter movie, the first one he ever made. I was not where- there to watch every single movie you saw in college, Marvin. Okay. Okay. I thought you saw that with me and Sean, but all right. All no, right. I did not see it. As a child, I was very confused that the robot was called Maximilian and the actor that played the commander of the robot was named Maximilian. Oh, Shell. really? <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. Maximilian <laughs> Shell was the actor oh, okay. and then Maximilian okay. was the name of the robot. But at the, wow. at the at the end of the movie, spoiler alert for a 40-year-old movie, <laughs> but they're, they're in hell and they, they come together and... Mm-hmm. Uh, God, I can't think of his name. It's so late at night. Uh, Tim Burton. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, the bad guy captain of the mm-hmm. ship that is commanding Maximilian, he goes inside of Maximilian's body, the robot's body. At the mm-hmm. end, you see his eyes kind of darting around. And that's what I was thinking of when you were talking about Picard assimilating with Data. Is that be even bigger becoming Terminator. a robot? Yeah. <laughs> He'd wear a, a, a Data suit. <laughs> <laughs> like like men in black more sugar um <laughs> <laughs> anyway sorry for the divergence but no, that's no, what no, i no. thought of when you said that if it ain't <laughs> one black hole it's another dude that's uh, right so they're chasing Everyone's these got fuckers a black hole. they're they're hauling ass they're chasing these guys and, and then the what's her face uh carol shelby she's like she's like uh we need to let so they have to basically lead an away party to kind of fuck disrupt something up on their ship so they could slow them down. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, um, we got to ha- have an away team. And, and Riker's like, I'm, I'm number one. This is number one. I'm going in. <laughs> uh, and so he gets up and he's like, I'm going. And then, and then Deanna's like, well, and then Shelby's like, well, no, I'm going to leave the team. And then Deanna's like, well, technically you're the, basically you're the new captain. You can't go. You have to stay. Cause you now have the, the control. Yeah. Stopped him before, captain stays with the ship. Yeah. That really surprised <laughs> yeah. me that her move really surprised me that she really? stood up to him that fast because Picard's gone away on, yeah. on away missions. Yeah, right. Tons yeah. of times. So the Picard's fact that kind of, was well, there, this is like, different. He's not away. He's he's been kidnapped. They don't know when. He's no, I know, back. but but as the captain of the ship, Picard's gone on away missions, and yes. so she's telling Riker, "No, you're the captain of the ship. You can't go on an away mission." Yeah, Riker so should have said, "Riker should have said, well, you want the fucking job? Here, take it. I'm going on the way mission. You're not the captain. <laughs> Fuck it, dude. Yeah, that's make what he her the said. captain. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think part of the captain. impetus." Part of the impetus for Deanna being the Best one, though, is that she's the one being like, "Listen, you we gave up a relationship for this. Yeah, be the captain, goddammit. Yeah, like make it yeah, mean something." Fair. No, I, I, <laughs> yeah. I love that it happened. I love, I love the actual story drama of it. It would just, it really surprised me. And even watch it because I haven't watched this episode honestly. Because you see bits and pieces of it, and I've known it so well just by thinking about it over the years. But actually, just sitting and watching it, her just mm. standing up and telling him, "No, your place is on the bridge." It, it 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 was a little bit startling for her to be like, "No," because she has that relationship with Riker, and she mm. and they had that previous conversation. It's like, "No, no, no, you. This is your place now." 
And I, I, I don't know. It's Maybe also startling it, that she but. has a strong moment. She's usually not written to be very. <laughs> no, like, yeah, she usually yeah, doesn't have any. That's, that's yeah. the most startling thing about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's probably true. It, almost as startling as Doctor Crusher saving a patient. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> even no, more. Well, they well, should, set yeah. out by giving her a phaser and going, like, "Just go to town, Bev." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, finally, yeah, I get yeah, to kill. He's like, like, "All I want." Yeah. Well, okay, that's the funny part. So, what's what's her name? The actor plays the Rock Crusher. Doing the Rock Johnson. What's her name? Oh, McFadden. Gates yeah. McFadden, Gates McFadden apparently complained to Michael Pillar, the the writer of the episode, that uh, she she never gets to shoot a phaser. So can we can we have me shoot a phaser? This? Yeah, you're a doctor. Oh, <laughs> you're a fucking doctor. <laughs> but she also shot a phaser <laughs> earlier. Yes, so true. that's why she in was the season one finale. She shot a phaser, but Listen. also she she killed <laughs> by this by this point she had killed like the equivalent of like what like five dozen people, like a colony of people. Yeah, so. and and so <laughs> you know this there's 80s movies, there's 90s movies, all kinds of movies where they have a character who's like, oh, I don't deal with guns. And they're like, why, dude? We're in, we're in an action movie. You, you got to take the gun. And he's like, no, no, no. Bad things happen when I touch guns. Harrison Ford did that. And um, was it? it Seven was, days, six nights? No, it was. No, it was Clear and Present Danger. Mm. It was the end of Clear and Present Danger where the director said, okay. The, and then the gun flies over there and pick up the gun. And he's like, no, no, no. I don't think my character would pick up that gun. I'm just going to get in a fist fight with the guy. And so he gets in a fist fight. It's either Clear and Present Danger. Or, no, it's not Patriot Games because that ends in a speedboat chase. <laughs> so it's clear and present danger where they fight in like a wood, like a fist a wood fight on a thing. speedboat. So oh, he's, yeah, like, but he, but Tom yeah, Cristo. but to your point, it's like the action star. He's like, no, 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 I don't, I direct me a different way because I don't think my character would pick up that gun because he's, even though I'm an action film, I'm still just like a dude in Washington. No, no, so. no that's not what, what I was saying. I was saying, anyway, I was, what I'm saying, that's what I thought of was like the rock in, in the rundown, the whole movie. He's like, I don't deal with guns. <laughs> Bad things happen. And then at the end he gets a gun and he kills kills everybody. <laughs> and I thought this because was going to happen. Things happen. Yeah. I thought yeah. like they were like Beverly, here's your gun. Go crazy. And he, she was just going to she was in a scene. She save just go to the town. Day. She yeah. kills a ton of Borg. Um, so basically really their, their big idea is like That's wild. Hey, sneak into the Borg ship and just basically shoot their uh, Wi-Fi hubs. Just Wi-Fi hubs. They don't even have that plan. They, their no. plan is dig around aboard the Borg ship. Yeah. Find the card car. somehow. Just figure something out. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, they yeah. had no plan really, other than that. Yeah. Oh, the only other thing is, let's have our, our phaser uh, frequencies rotated. And yeah, that, that was the big plan. Yeah, that was their big plan. So <laughs> it, we can kill two Borg each, and then, Man, and then they can only shoot. They, they can only shoot like once. Or it's something. fair yeah. that that's but all they. Is had. there a reason we'll why they couple. can't just keep? Is, why can't they put a dial on it and they just keep spinning it as they? Yeah, just yeah. like crank the dial as you shoot. Yeah, Why, is, so is now I'm with three, a six, a three, a two, a one, because uh, they're, they're lazy. oh my god! Then you can make it like a six shooter. You do that rapid thing with the thing, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you know. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> they they didn't. or just combine. If you focus fire, those are different frequencies of phaser, and you know that's, that's true. If you just cross the streams, more. you're fine. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Why aren't we tactical officers? I don't. I don't. I don't why are we killing Borg right now? I don't think <laughs> you should. Be, I don't think you should be thinking about it this much. <laughs> <laughs> So, so they, they start shooting down. They start shooting down the the, the Wi-Fi 
hubs. Yeah. And these fucking Star come to life. Hubs. They're like, oh, must fix the hubs. <laughs> Gotta get my Google internet back up. Don't destroy and, VPN. And yeah. <laughs> and so they, they turn on and they're, they're fucking battling them. And yeah. they start, the, it becomes a fucking shootout. They're shooting them. And then, uh, but finally they slow down the ship, but they realize as these guys are attacking them that they could only kill what, like two, three people at a time. And then mm-hmm. that's it. That's and nice. then out of nowhere, the sea parts of Borg and they see fucking Picard as a goddamn universal soldier. Um, <laughs> and like tight leather. Wait, daddy, I gotta, leather daddy I gotta, shit. I gotta say something. He looks sexy. Picard looks fucking hot. Here we go. He looks fucking sexy. This is I feel like. Could I, if, oh if, my if god! I could be honest, it's a molded six pack. <laughs> no, like Sarah, it's like Sarah perfect too. It. Like you, you see him in the back. You're like, is that Picard back there? And then yeah. you like, oh, he turns around and you're like, oh, he's in black. They give oh. him a big cod piece. <laughs> oh, and then there's that one where he comes on the screen and he just looks hot as fuck. Well, he comes on the screen. When, when he's like talking to him mm-hmm. and he, yeah, he has a six oh, yeah. pack. <laughs> he has a like metal six pack and you're like, whoa, what the fuck? And an eye he's laser fucking... designed to go into the camera lens. Yeah. <laughs> I think this suit was molded Good from the Batman suit. The but bo- the Batman suit. It's yeah. the it's the yeah, Batman eighty nine yeah, suit. It's, yeah, it's just the bottom yeah. of the Batman suit with some wires <laughs> on his arm. It looks it looks like the Tim Burton Batman suit. Um, I'll be anyway. honest. I do think it makes him look actually really imbalanced because if you have a wide shot of him, he's really bulky down below, but then up and top he's just got no, this really tight. Marvin, you don't know what he's talking about. He looks hot as fuck. <laughs> Stupid fucking warp is like he runs he to give the captain black. a hug. He runs to give the captain a hug. Yeah, you like he's all captain. And that, oh man, I wish that's the narrative. He's like, oh my god, Captain, I'm so glad you to so see you. Much. I miss you so much. Miss- you go. I'm never oh, letting I- you again go again, John. It is, it is kind of cute that he sees him and Worf just like runs over and it's just oh like, my oh my god, god I'm going to try to grab you or something oh. and then just gets like thrown and you're like, aw. That's I'm never so going to be able to watch that scene again. Yeah. <laughs> running to, to hug Captain Picard. He wants to give him a hug. <laughs> I miss you. I and, will say oh though, but God. yeah, I mean, Patrick Stewart's color is black, 100%. He should just rock that. <laughs> Maybe um, it's only black sexy. when you color his skin gray. Yeah, and yeah. and he's wearing he's wearing leather or like sexy. rubber, and not not his regular like spandex suit. Yeah, his um, one piece, <laughs> his onesie, and then and then they basically slow down the ship, and then they beam back to the to the Enterprise. But not without stupid fucking Picard doing his uh, his hero pose where he he rolls up and then like his team rolls up behind him, you know? <laughs> yeah, I love, I love his, that shot. I love his, it. His Borg fucking uh, his Riker. His Borg crew. His crew. Yeah. And so they go back to the ship and they're like, so what's up? And he's like, ah, damn it. Fucking Picard the Borg now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're very directly like, oh, he is a Borg. Yeah. That, that was really awkward slide. the way they come what? out of the turbo lift onto the bridge all sheepish like. It's like, yeah, oh yeah. man, that didn't work out. Yeah. Worf's delivery of that line, so he is a Borg. Mm. <laughs> yeah, he's really, he's really, there's a, he like, doesn't there's want a lot of thoughts. Hug. He has yeah, a lot of thoughts. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. didn't um, take my hug. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then a robot. <laughs> and then uh, the card comes on screen and he rolls up with his team and he's like hi I'm Lakotas of Borg and then someone <laughs> just said are you just saying your name in Pig Latin <laughs> oh my Locutus god Locutus by, by the way means he who has spoken 
So, oh, that's oh, why they, okay. he literally means he who has spoken of the. Oh Borg. wow, the Borg yeah. are all all like Shakespearean with their meanings yeah. and whatnot. They're like, yeah. oh, we're probably gonna pick a name that means something. Yeah, he's like it's probably because Picard yeah. is so Shakespearean. So they they like, didn't even have the name really. Locutus until they assimilated him. Yeah, yeah. They're like, Maybe, yeah. probably Locutus. not. Actually, that's actually probably true. Like he probably they probably they're did, like, what do you like, want to name absorb- yourself? And he's like, mm, well, they don't. Locutus? Well, the thing is, is they don't have names because they're Borg. They're a hive mind, and he's the only individual that they've ever had. So mm-hmm, they gave yeah. they gave him a name based on what they assimilated. Yeah, because minor spoilers when other like Borg in general show up, they'll just be given numbers. You know, yes. so. yeah, twenty one twelve, fifty one fifty, all the okay, cool numbers. That can oh, bring up questions then of like what makes Picard so dang special. I hope his, his number is 69. <laughs> 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 69 of 420. Ricardo, yeah, I'm yes. so sad that it's so very close that the only Borg character that we got in Voyager was 7 of 9. Nine. It could have been mm. six of nine. Guys. Yeah, so close, dude. So close. I'm pretty so sure, close. like it, when they were like <laughs> thinking of that character, they're like, "Why can't we do six of nine? And yeah. was, like, Listen, <laughs> some writer pushed like, going no. to he's like, he's like, yes. he's like, Tim, Tim, Tim. I know you're the goddamn showrunner, but fucking listen, dude. He's like <laughs> six of nine. I'm not saying sixty nine. I get it. I get it. I get it. You, you're worried, but I'm not saying sixty nine. <laughs> I'm saying worried. six of nine. hundred percent. Let's do it. The censors. Like, no, get past the censors. Don't worry about. Rob, 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 why are you such a pervert, dude? You don't even like 69, dude. He's like, yeah, but it's a beautiful number, dude. It's a great visual, but once you're in it, it's a horrible thing to do. <laughs> He's like, Tim, just put it in the fucking show. And there was a huge argu- argument about that. Yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, basically shows up and he says, resistance is futile, and which is oh, a phrase so everyone's heard, even if you haven't watched uh, Star Trek. Mm-hmm. It's only yeah. it's only a cliche because it's just been said so many times in pop culture at this point. But yeah, yeah you know, would like, this have been the thing that help. popularized the use of that particular what, was phrase? This, was this the phrase? Yeah, that's my question. This was, was the this? first. Yep. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yep. Oh. Yep. I'd be skeptical. I'd be skeptical to call it the first, but I, I'm willing to definitely believe that it popularized in Star it. Trek. This is like this. This is this is the first time they use the phrase in Star Trek. That's what I mean. Okay. It's like this is where yeah. it comes up in Star Trek. So. so they said it, and they said it earlier in the episode, but the fact that it's Picard saying it to Riker in this moment yeah. is what right. made it yeah. a thing. I mean, this is this is a this is a cultural moment that yeah. from this point is when, you know, like you were saying, Marvin, that's this is where Star Trek, the next generation, became Star Trek moving forward. Yeah, yeah. And like then the default TOS Star Trek. became yeah. and then Star Trek TOS became, oh, this is where it all started, but next generation is where it is now. And so, yeah. this is the zenith it's of the sixty nine described yes, in this, this way, is, yeah. because we have been through like you know essentially three whole seasons already, and mm-hmm. we're now being told that everything's about to change. Yeah, yeah, because also in a way, like for the audience, you have to realize, you know, so the audiences back then were not as savvy as to like you know oh man like uh this they're doing these negotiations or like you know right like there's their version of like a kevin feige coming out you know right yeah yeah. but they were still aware of the fact that like hey star trek does actually have seasonal negotiations this is why beverly left for a year right so i think there was supposed to set up the idea that hey patrick stewart is renegotiating his contract this is potentially a way for him to exit if it doesn't work out, you know, 
they'll sure. probably use this as their way to exit. So yeah, that's, and then that's, that's and Riker becomes the captain, and Shell become becomes his number one. Yeah, the backup that know? they had all along becomes the yeah. captain. You know, yeah. so I that's kind of what no an interesting way no to write around around uh, negotiations. <laughs> but but they did. Yeah. That, that's also how actually Empire Strikes Back was written because they weren't sure they were getting Harrison Ford back. Yeah. So <laughs> that's exactly why he was frozen or right. carbonite. Or carbonite, yeah. whatever, whatever. Kryptonite. Right. That's it. Kryptonite. Kryptonite. That's kryptonite. Yeah. kryptonite. Yes. Absolutely. Kryptonite. He is a son kryptonite. of Kal-El, Yes. Yeah. Uh, Han Solel. Um, and so basically, uh, <laughs> that's not as funny as I should have taken that, <laughs> but that was good. <laughs> he basically says, "Well, Picard says, hey, life as we know it is going to change, motherfuckers. There's a new sheriff in town, <laughs> old Picardus the Borgus." And he's, uh, and then basically uh, he, even before this, he had already planned to shoot and then try to explode the ship and Riker does it. He's like, Mr. Worf fucking fire at this motherfucker. This guy is dead to me. Uh, He called me a bitch Uh, (laughs) (laughs) and it says to be continued and it's a cliffhanger and you don't know for a while. Like this episode was cool, but I think people hyped it up too much. And then it, it's a, a measure of a man type situation where I'm like, eh, we could have had an, another episode be the season finale. And this could have been a two-parter. Mm, okay. It's a good episode. Mm, un- unless, unless he's in, unless the second part really blows me away. I'm going to be very upset because my idea of it, this being a goddamn, <laughs> the, the Kobayashi <laughs> test kind of, really overshadowed what the episode really was. I think that's the worst part of it. Is that my imagination? But is, is that, is that your imagination? That, that's I needed. That's I needed. <laughs> that's my cross the bear, dude. Well, As okay. What, 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 right. what, what starships would we give the best of both worlds? Part one. Yeah. This is like, uh, you don't even find out that you just found out that kill Bill's daughter is still alive. Yeah. Wow. I guess that's, oh, who cares? <laughs> I was about to say spoilers, but I was like, that's old enough. It's fine. The, there's a lot of Star Trek stuff too. And <laughs> spoilers, this, she right? kills Bill. So what? There's a, there is a connection between this and kill Bill. Well, not this, I guess it's from the original series, right? Oh, in what way? The, the movie, the first movie opens up with the, the Klingon per- proverb. Oh, yeah, which is not a Klingon proverb. <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a, it's a Borg proverb turns out. Uh, so what's the Klingon proverb they open up? Yeah, he, he claims revenge is a dish better of cold as a Klingon proverb, but that's actually not the thing no, that Khan says. That's yes, that's what I was gonna say. It's yeah, Khan doesn't say a, that. <laughs> um I think what Khan let me look why up, did he it, write that? Because <laughs> no, it's Khan, Tarantino and he just wants oh, to write whatever yeah, he wants. That's right. Khan says the Klingon proverb is revenge is a dish best served cold, and it's very cold in space. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm gonna God give damn, this. That movie's good. Anyway. I'm gonna give it se- Kill Bill. Hell yeah, seven, <laughs> seven, eight. I'm gonna give it seven out of ten starships. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, right. You know um, what? I'm gonna bump it seven and a half. That's as far as I go. Okay, nice. Cool. Okay, just to get it out, get my score out of the way. I'll give it a nine. Uh, oh, I actually, someone wow. do a six, and then we got a sixty-nine. <laughs> Well, I, I, cause I find the episode very exciting in a way that Star Trek, I, I generally find TNG episodes exciting, but not in this sort of way exciting. Yeah. You were pretty like, excited watching this. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> so hard as a rock watching. <laughs> yeah. It was hard the whole time. Watching uh, Hulk ladies too. I was like, <laughs> like hmm. I think he was watching the, the, the Picard XXX parody. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like. I legitimately look like, at Sarah, like this the, is so exciting. Get the jerky gent. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's it On was my like way. it was like you know 
uh, I, I love uh, the the heightening of the budget. So you get all the different sets and special effects, and I think they look great. And I think like the interpersonal stakes becoming very like like no one. They're basically about as tense as they are during yesterday's Enterprise. Where in yesterday's Enterprise, everyone is basically like, "This is hopeless, but we're going to do our best." It's that type of feeling, right. and it's type of that that kind of feeling the whole time. Except now we know it's like real because yesterday's Enterprise isn't quote unquote real because it's like a a bad version of the timeline which they need to fix anyway. Yeah. So in that, you're feeling the tension, but it's more of like, man, I hope this tension can go away. In this, it's more of like, man, they're going to have to make some some choices and figure out what's going on, you know? Uh, so that's 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 a thing. And, you know, I, I like that there is this setup. It's you know? definitely the most dire, like, it's ever been for, like, our main crew. Yes. It's like, they. this is the first yeah. time they genuinely feel like everyone's in danger. Yes. Um, I, I, I don't know everyone's going to die. I mean, they're yeah. preparing for death. What are you talking about? They, this has happened so many times. Like, yeah, but, like, <laughs> when, 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 the ship, other when the ship didn't have don't... air, and, 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 and Beverly <laughs> yeah. was like, I, I choose to spend my time with you, Picard, not my son. <laughs> nah, during they, those times, they, I had they full were literally faith that they would pull through. This time, I don't. The captain's not on the ship and that's, that's they're about yeah, to murder he's been the kidnapped captain. before. Like when he went to that weird room, yeah, remember yeah, when he was yeah, exactly. gone yeah. and they had yeah, no idea where another, it was, but there was, a, but there was an in place. There, there was, was a singing captain in his place. The singing captain was better. It is true. He was a, he was a fun captain. So they weren't without their captain, quote unquote. That's true. It just, it just felt really dire also just because that like they were like oh god q made us look at this at this point it, it, to them it was basically like a fantasy creature yeah. they discovered because it's so it, their technological capabilities are so far beyond their own wait can't why even, can't q come and help them out like can't oh, q, q do doesn't anything? care about stuff like this right now i can't I, q yeah. can do anything right so <laughs> right I now i think he I was like the, that's a, when they, they had, when they they had the, the time hey. travel shit with the two ships they they they, they almost died uh they when when uh, they died so many times that I I, I knew that it was going to be fine. It wasn't any more um, for me, at least. It wasn't any right. more for me. Riveting. For me, it feels like ha- like knowing the outcome. Having seen the series, this this feels like the the act. It's like you know, even if you know how a movie ends, if if it, if the movie builds dramatic tension well enough, I feel like I worry about the characters anyway. Still, I feel like that's the way I still feel about. Uh, best of both worlds i still well, feel that way about yesterday's enterprise too knowing yeah. that it's a time travel plot i still I mean, the come- stakes are a little higher because this is the first time yeah. they've brought like earth directly into the crosshairs and yeah yeah which is a the- trick they start pulling off in the movies way too often like oh really gonna, darn you're gonna keep oh, attack earth is in trouble earth is in trouble because that's Who the cares, easiest way yeah. to raise this battleship <laughs> earth we gotta, we gotta save I, that I'm from the forget it <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, were you gonna, you were gonna say something, Scott? Sorry. Yeah, sorry. No, no, no. I was I was gonna say that I forget what you were saying. You talking about time talking about yesterday's Enterprise and like how you still feel dramatic tension, even if you know yes. the outcome. Knowing knowing the outcome, so I was gonna I was gonna talk about how I was gonna score the episode, um, and sort of knowing knowing the outcome because it's such it's such a well known episode. I mean, it's it's a benchmark. It's literally in the top three of everybody's star trek the next generation episodes ever and i kind of but what i was thinking is that i haven't watched it just sat down and actually watched the episode you know from 
just from beginning to end without like, oh, here's a clip of this. Here's a great scene. Here's this thing. Mm-hmm. And when I, when I watched it to prep, you know, just to talk about it, watching it from beginning to end, there was, I was, like I say, you know, Deanna standing up and having that moment, all the, all the different moments in context of Shelby confronting Riker and all these things. And then finally, when, when Picard is on the screen, well, when actually, when the when the Borg show up, by the way, the the soundtrack is great. The music yeah. for this yeah. episode so they is actually went out, fantastic. They had like a yeah. uh, they had like a they had a choral thing. Yeah, yeah I was about to say it's the first time you hear a choir in, yes. in Star Trek, and you're like, whoa, it's all that's it was cool. beautiful. Yeah, it was like it was like the duel of the fates for Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. When the Borg show up. But yeah, like all all of these things that you know are going to happen when when you when, when you watch it in the context of the episode, it's like all right, that beat happens, that beat happens, that beat happens. But when it gets to the last sort of like ten minutes of the episode, when Picard is ab- abducted and then they confront him and then he confronts Riker, that is legit drama to me. The way it's built up mm-hmm. and and I and it kind of it it sort of struck me. Having, you know, just watched Star Trek for so many years over my life and just kind of watching this episode and focusing on it, it really, it really struck me. But I will say at the same time, they rushed, not, not, not rushed, but it, it just felt like, like Ricardo was saying, it's like, okay, we get to all these points, but it doesn't feel like it's the greatest episode that I've ever seen. It's a, it's one of the, it's a great cliffhanger. And I mm-hmm. think that that's why, I think that's why it deserves all the accolades that it gets. So that's why I will go, I'll go up to a total of eight as mm-hmm. far as a, a total Starship score because and, and that's and it's not taking into the resolution in part two, and it's not taking into the resolution of anything else. It's just as far as taking the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that everything leading up to like the last ten minutes kind of felt like, all right, this is Star Trek. We're doing a bunch of things. We're doing a bunch of tropes, but the but the fact that it's so Picard heavy, and that he that that confrontation with him against the crew, and it's this great moment. Just it 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 just lifts this episode, and it's it. Again, it's what we talked about at the very beginning. It's it's kind of what lifted the next, the next generation into what the hell is going to happen. You know, Mainstream. this is a, this is yeah. this is a Star Trek thing where people started talking about it. You know, you had the at the time you had Entertainment Tonight talking about it like Dallas, like who shot Jr. What's wow. the, what? Oh my God! You know, the Enterprise is going to fire and kill the captain of the Enterprise. You know, that's amazing. And they talked about that for an entire summer. Like, yeah. how is this going to resolve? And that would have been cool uh, to like experience yeah. that live, like while it was airing. It was kind of wild. I wasn't. I wasn't super. I I didn't get super into Star Trek: The Next Generation until probably around the third season, where it was kind of like, oh, this thing's still hanging around. And well, that's the thing. I think your experience is similar to a lot of people, where they didn't even hear of third season until this happened, and then everyone's like, "Wait, start TNG?" Well, it was it was before this happened, so I got onto it before this cliffhanger. But it was more like when they announced it, it was like Star Trek: The Next Generation, and then they had you know they had Jordy with a visor, you had Worf who was an alien, you had. You had all these characters. You had a bald captain. What's going? I don't. I don't know who any of these characters are. I didn't understand it. I was a child at the time. Yeah. So it was like I don't understand. This is not Kirk, Spock, or McCoy, or or Scotty. I don't understand any of these characters. Mm. And so uh, you know, and I was kind of you know, and at that time you're without the internet. You're just watching TV week to week, day to day, and. It, it wasn't until something like, all right, after a couple of seasons, it started building the steam. 
And then they started building up to this. And then, then you start watching into season three. And at the end of it, there was this cliffhanger where the enterprise is going to kill their captain. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's, and I, I don't know if I picked, I don't know if I'm assimilating back into picking up after that happened and <laughs> going into my childhood for that. But it feels like I knew that that was happening. Like I had to wait another two months, two, three months to find out what the fuck was going to happen to the Enterprise mm-hmm. in Star Trek. And and that was an interesting time. It was, like you say, it was like, it was this new Star Trek where I didn't understand any of these characters, but I'm picking up on it. And now I kind of feel like I want to know what's going to happen with all of these characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like so. you're just getting into it. Like it's getting good now. I'm just getting into yeah. it. And now they're going to murder their own captain. Yeah. Yeah. Which I is mean, like a pretty big yeah, move. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I agree. I'm I'm with you with the eight starships for all the reasons mentioned prior. But um, I enjoyed this episode. I'm really curious to see what happens. I, I will say, don't yeah, know. I don't, yeah. re- I really don't know where this can go. I'm not sure. Um, I think the spoiler primary- alert, he's, he makes it back. <laughs> well, I'm sure he does. Well, the, 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 <laughs> the primary thing I was wishing with this part without spoiling what happens in part two is that it's, especially once you like read about the behind the scenes of what, how they developed the episode, it was originally very specifically a Picard centric episode, but then as they were trying to make it more oh, really? emotionally dramatic, it became more of a Riker episode, right? So you see the remnants of that where there's lots of scenes where it's about Picard, but emotionally the episode's really more about Riker and yeah. Riker's decision-making. And I wish they actually did yet another pass and made it completely from his point of view. I think that would have made it really interesting in terms oh, of wow. like, cause I, cause I think that now would totally cement the idea of we're understanding his plight and his emotion. I think that's why the idea of best of world, both worlds also referring to Riker doesn't really make a lot of sense to a lot of people. And I don't yeah. disagree if you disagree with that. Cause it's not like fully set up for it. I think they could have yeah. really hammered that home and made it really interesting. But I think that's the, the only real shortcoming of it is that, the emotional center isn't quite centered. You know, it's like kind of Riker's story is happening and he's making a big decision, but like, but then it's like this big Picard moment. <laughs> exactly. And like so the episode, like, the, you could say the episode is trying to have the best of both worlds. It's trying to have its Riker episode. It's trying to have its Picard episode. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, imagine if you had yeah. an episode where it's entirely from Riker's point of view, Therefore, Picard seems more distant as a character. Like we're not like yeah. having more intimate scenes with him. And then that episode frames Picard almost as like this legendary leader. We see him doing legendary things in the episode from Riker's mm. point of view. And then suddenly he's gone. And now Riker doesn't, we see Riker's thought processes of, okay, is it time for me to step up now as a captain? I don't know if I'm ready, but I have to now. I you mean, know, well, that. that's hard. To, I mean, it's hard to say without seeing the second part. I really don't know where they're going with it. Like, whose yeah. story is it? Well, that's why I'm saying even just yeah. for this part, I wish that was going to happen in this part. Yeah, the, that's how it's set up. Uh, because set you can see like that. that they yeah. actually, in order to find that emotional center, did turn to Riker. Because you can't turn to Picard for that. Because Picard turns into a, a robot at the end. So, you know. And yeah. well, if you go with- if you go, go with that route and uh, turn it into a full POV for, for Riker throughout the episode, and this episode ostensibly becomes like the last you ever see of Picard as you knew him, 
Like as a fan who was yeah. like, if you're following the show, like, would that be satisfying for you if you if no, you were a fan of Picard? I'd be pissed. It might be. It might no, be like as a it, fan of Picard, I would be upset. I but he got so hot though. <laughs> yeah, that's why we need more of him. That's why we need more. We need more Picard well, well, and sexy like, black. Well, yeah, essentially what they've done clothing. is replaced him with the new hotter Picard for you. But you can see, ver- you could have Picard doing legendary scenes, but still from Micro's point of view, like he could be Epic, giving a speech. Bro. You know, <laughs> he can you know? he can go full Shakespeare. Yeah, and Riker's uh-huh. going, man, I love that guy. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> you know, something I love like that, that guy, man. You know, he's yeah. so hot. I love that dude. <laughs> uh, so he's so hot. Whenever he's quoting Hamlet, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess I'm. I it's. I'm really curious to see where it goes. So we Damn. shall see. What's your score? I give it a seven of nine. No, I give it an eight. <laughs> <laughs> an eight. Which might okay. even out to around a seven of nine. Like, uh, roughly. You know, decimally. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we've already dis- discussed, like, the whys to death. So, it's hard to add on more. But um, it is cool how, like, as a season finale, they really, like, pulled out all the stops for it. Like, it's it exciting a- because there's a lot yeah. of stuff in it. Like lots yes. of stuff's happening, and it it is a gimmick. Yeah. But the cliffhanger is a really strong gimmick, especially for the time. I think they're like, holy yeah. shit! Right, and it was an uh, era where people <laughs> were willing to like believe in the possibility that you know, like these characters may be forever changed. Yeah, like there was no assurance in in people's minds at the time that oh, like it's gonna be fine. They're just gonna bring it back. Yeah, like. The uncertainty was actually there. The, there's a scene I forgot to mention. Sorry, but there's a scene where they're trying to find him in the Borg ship, and they're sort of like, I guess yeah, they're yeah. trying to like triangulate his little little com badge, little com yeah. badge. And the, why like, don't they fold his clothes? They, they, yeah, <laughs> they, yeah, I see. They found the, they, they find the clothes in, in like a drawer, and they're like, <gasps> and I expected Worf to go wherever he is. He's naked. <laughs> that was my uh, thought. Well, that's my, my, my thought. My thought was that like that prank that people tried to play back in like 2022 or something, 2020, 2012 or something, where they were like, oh, he got raptured and his clothes just oh, fell behind. God. So that's the thing. I'm, oh, right. Yeah, that, was a, that was a brief meme. <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi style. Oh, yeah, he's going to be on. Yeah, there was yeah. one that's last thing on I wanted to mention, and it was that. It's just great that the Borg, as as a character or species, are so foreign and robotic that it's kind of plausible that they would just approach you so slowly and take all the shots you give them. And, <laughs> you know, and just kind of stand around as you tell your transporter guys, like, get us out of here. And they just kind of sit there. They're very slow. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they're fuck. zombies to me. That's why. Yeah, to yeah, me, yeah. Like, yeah. You're, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you there. They feel most like zombies in practice to me. That's yeah. that's what's menacing about it is when you have an enemy that doesn't give a fuck about what you're doing. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's scary. <laughs> that's zombies. That's still, zombies. And they yeah. can still accomplish the thing that they want to accomplish, more or less. Yeah, it's they're like yeah. they're hive mind zombies. What if zombies were cooperative? Yeah. That's scary, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to just to let the audience know now, uh, there's going to be a two week hiatus before we get to best of worlds. Both of world. Wow. Best of both what? worlds. Part two. <laughs> and it's it, this reasons are twofold. One, uh, you know, let's kind of simulate the experience of right. what it was like to wait for the next thing. The next part, you know, the wait. But also because practically, like, you know, 
some of us are going on vacation and some of us are moving. So take a break. We need to have a little break. Uh, yeah. So we're going to, we're going to be back in two weeks, but that, yeah, that was our, our discussion of best of both worlds. Part one. Uh, it's a heck of a season finale. That's we'll our season how, finale. Yeah. It's our yeah. season finale too, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. We'll see how it resolves next. What a coincidence. Next, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's almost like we follow along with every episode. <laughs> And I'm the uh, Shelby, and I'm gonna fucking. <laughs> you're the talk Shelby. To you, meaning menacingly. Yeah, will Marvin I- be replaced by Scott next season? Find <laughs> out <laughs> in two weeks. <laughs> next week. Find or out two in weeks. two weeks. In we three have weeks. some surprising changes. <laughs> uh, well, that was newbie Star Trek, everybody. If you've been listening for three seasons so far, thank you so much. It's been fantastic having you on board with our first viewing journey. Of the next generation i hope you've been having as much fun as we have if you've been liking the podcast it would be great if you could help us out if you're on spotify you can give us a rating that actually really helps us out or if you're an apple podcast or podcast act podcast addict you can give us a review those are also really cool also if you want to send us an email ask us a question leave us a comment that we may read out aloud on the podcast that's contact at newbiestartrek.com contact at newbiestartrek.com. So this this email is going to be mildly selfish because this is mostly for me and Dan. So we're going to... All gonna, right, I'll it, take it. It's it's from someone named Miles. So, Miles. Dear Newbie Star Trek, first off, I love your show. I've been looking for an enjoyable Star Trek podcast that doesn't take itself too seriously for a long time. Oh, thank That's God. That's definitely us. <laughs> so to answer your question on Total Recall and the screw you... Die Benny controversy. Oh, just, fuck. Just, to, just to remind the audience from the Around the Sun last week, uh, Total Recall uh, released around the time of Transfigurations. Yes. And Dan and I have always had this wonder because we remembered the scene of Benny dying, the underground, like, uh, taxi like, cab driver guy, taxi cab driver on Mars dying. And Arnold Schwarzenegger yells at him, Die Benny. Right. Instead of screw you, which is like the cooler one-liner. Yes, because he's literally screwing him with the big screw. Yes. So now that we have, we always wondered, were we both crazy? Because we both independently had this thought and we were trying to find evidence. So Miles continues, I remember both versions. Screw what? you was said in the theatrical and VHS release. Die Benny was an overdubbed dialogue edit for the network television as Screw You was considered too provocative for 90s television. If I remember correctly, in the Die Benny version, you can still see Arnold mouthing the word Screw You as he drills into Benny's mining death machine. So there we go. Anyway, anyhow, I love the show and have been looking forward to Tuesday morning seeing this podcast come up in my queue. Take care, Miles. So, okay, well, <laughs> that's that's amazing because that is a explanation that we have found before. It's just nice to have someone else to corroborate that, which makes yes. it likely that it's true. And I did look it up. So I can't find, you know, you know how like crazy fans make like change logs between different versions of movies. Right, right, yeah. uh-huh. So someone did do like a general change log, but not like every single edit, but they do say the T- US TV version is a separate version from VHS and like other safe versions for other countries. The US TV version specifically has a safer version of the Benny scene. What? And it, and it said it removes uh, a specific shot of the screw going through his chest. Yeah. But also 
changes dialogue. It didn't say what, though. <laughs> well, now we know. So God hopefully damn it. that's actually true. Uh, <laughs> uh, we need video uh, goddamn proof, man. We don't have the, the true proof yet, but we have more evidence. This is our white whale, man. <laughs> uh, I'm so. going to die before I, <laughs> before I get the answer to this goddamn mystery. The, uh, the US TV version of Total Recall will kill us in our hunt for it. So. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Miles, for helping us have a little bit more evidence to make us feel not as crazy. Yes. Thank you, Miles. You've (laughs) helped my sanity today. (laughs) All right. Well, let's wrap it up. Listen, guys, if you guys have been liking the stuff we do, you can head on over to to FugitiveFrames.com. There's a bunch of other stuff we do, like the Fugitive Frames film podcast. And also, we have the Fugitive Games YouTube channel. I think a good one we could mention. That we did was uh, Outer Worlds. I think that was fun. Uh, yes, it's like- it was Obsidian Entertainment's like it was uh, thought of to be like Fallout in space because it was the developers of Fallout New Vegas. Now they're really doing a Fallout in space. Yes. Starfield. Is that what it's called? Starfield? I think. Star something. Yeah, they're really doing one. But Outer Worlds was way snarkier and very shoot and gunny. And that's yes, yes, it was. And, With very good uh, voice acting. Yeah. Yes, yes, that th- that it did. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, and and if you ever like uh, want to like kind of compare and contrast New Vegas versus Outer Worlds, we even had a big old discussion about that at the end. Yeah, because Dan had just finished his playthrough of New Vegas, and I finished the playthrough of Outer Worlds, and we we're like, let's just talk about them because it's, it's the same company that made both. <laughs> yeah, and they were very similar types of games. So. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, that's, uh, you can head on over to fugitiveframes.com. You have links to all that over there. So, uh, next time's going to be in two weeks, like we said, but you know what it's going to be? It's going to be part two, best of both worlds. Scott, thank you so much for joining us and helping guide us through. Thank you, Scott. The complexities we love you. Of the best of both worlds. I'm Don't worry. I'll be here next you time. guys through anything. You guys are, you guys are <laughs> running your own shit and I'm just no, like, no, I'm we, happy to be along for the ride. You're like a, you're like a regular, regular now. On the podcast. Ish, ish. You hold the record. Mm-hmm. I do admit it's nice to have like someone like Scott, a guest for certain episodes, just because sometimes I'm like, wait, is that real? Am I saying a real fact? I don't know. Uh, I don't oh, know. You know is what? Marvin just lying to us? Are you just lying to us? Just to give a little more context to the Die Benny thing, like between Marvin and I, we refer to any memory that we believe we may have invented as a Die Benny. Yeah, our Mandela effect is Die Benny. <laughs> so like any nice. any memory that we can't like verify as fact or, or like anything that actually happened is a potential Die Benny for us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's... Yeah. So, all right. Well, well I think I've, I've I've proven myself to be like, well, I I know Star Trek, but I don't know do. Star Trek off the top of my head a hundred percent of the time. You know, but plenty. I'm I'm, but I'm happy to. Us. <laughs> yeah, that's that's <laughs> the important part. Not, uh, I'm I'm happy to walk through it. That's and have the fun whole point like of this, said, of the podcast, my, right? My whole my whole thing is people I people take things too seriously. 
And I think <laughs> I think, think, right. <laughs> I, think <laughs> I think the two fandoms that take things way too seriously are Star Wars and Star Trek fandoms. <laughs> for me, if you can uh-huh. come in here and you can watch an episode and have some laughs, talk about it like it's not a fucking documentary, and just have a good <laughs> have a good, have a good time with it like it's something that you enjoyed and you got something out of it. You can have a few laughs with some friends. That's what I enjoy about it. And I yeah. appreciate you guys having me on board to do that a few times. Yeah. And I think to that point, I honestly think the vast majority of what I would call like hardcore, like Trekkies, like are probably much more like you, unlike the stereotype. I think they're like someone who yeah. genuinely enjoys this, the franchise and is willing to take the piss out of it when it's like, eh. I, you know, like, you know, how Trekkies have this reputation of being like, well, in this episode, the nacelles were this color. And so it doesn't <laughs> yeah. make sense that another, th- but that's not actually in my experience, what I've seen real Trekkies well, talk about that way. You know what I mean? Like uh, that stuff will get noticed, but it will be would, kind of brushed aside. Uh, I would say that there's levels of that. I would say that there's oh, levels. I'm sure, but of- I think there's like a, it's like a vocal majority <laughs> minority. You know what I mean? Like it's no, like, uh, so where I find where I find the gray areas is that I grew up being a TOS and a TNG fan initially mm-hmm. and then and DS9 is my favorite Star Trek yeah fell apart fell apart with Voyager um, Discovery has good and bad things Picard uh, and, um, <laughs> but I will say, I Don't will say, can you tell us, can, can you say this? Are I'll you try. a Del Taco or, or Taco Bell guy? Oh, I'm a Taco Bell guy. What are you mm. talking okay. about? That's the, that was we knew we were getting to this. No, discovery, Picard, but we've gone over the audience wanted to know, are you Taco Bell? Or Del Taco. You We've gone over the Taco Bell. Don't know how close I got to having a, a taco live on during <laughs> this taco podcast. Live during this podcast. So I, got, I'll say I, this. I had a chance to have one. Look, damn, we will, we will, damn, we will cut your mic if you fucking put that shit on. We will cut your mic immediately. So I'll say all, all of that I'll say to say that Picard season two, the first three episodes were amazing the last two episodes were pretty good middle of it was i hesitate to say garbage but they were garbage <laughs> and, but i will say that i do i really 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 love the kelvin movies and yeah, my kelvin, I, I, I like the problem. first and third kelvin movies i like, can well and enough I, and i've and i've done that and i watched into darkness a couple of times recently and I can kind of headcanon my way into really loving that movie. But yeah, yeah, yeah. If you put on the dark side of the moon and in <laughs> yeah, yeah, Inner exactly. Darkness to me is yeah. one of those movies where like to me, Inner Darkness <laughs> is kind of like the Matrix sequels where I'm kind of like, I can just edit this to make it good. You yeah, can just like yeah. fix this as an editing, you know, like let's do it. If I, <laughs> if I change, <laughs> I, can, I can literally, I can watch that movie and if I go, I can, I can put in two lines of dialogue and it fixes the entire movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's one of those movies. It's, yeah. It's extraordinarily frustrating because it's one of the most entertaining Star Trek movies that's ever been made, but it's very plot confusing and frustrating but i say all of that to say that i find joy and love in star trek 
bold, new, and in the middle, and I'm just happy to be a part of discussing it with you guys. Yeah. Aww. Thank you for Don't. Where's my cat? I have like tears tears in my eyes. Oh my God. Oh, stop it. I don't know. That was beautiful. It's all good. Uh, Thanks, Scott. We'll see you in two weeks. We'll see everybody in two weeks. Oh, I will. Um, If if you want to follow me, I know some people try to friend me on Instagram. And I said no. Um, I made uh, a, a, public, a public profile. <laughs> I made a public profile. Um, I'm under uh, JCVD. JCVD nice. Picard. No, yeah. Mm. Fuck. Did I fucked it up already, dude? I think you're at JCVD Picard. No, 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 no. There's no D in it. JCV Picard. Oh, JCV okay. Picard. John Claude yeah. Van Picard. Yeah, yeah. John Claude Van Picard is, wow. is nice. what it stands for. JCV Picard. Um, yeah. You can follow yeah. me there. Uh, I post some stupid shit, so you guys want to follow me there. <laughs> but yeah, Whatever. yeah, all right. Well, we'll see everybody in two weeks, unless we don't. Yeah, see you who next knows? Time. Who knows who's returning or not? And I'm gonna go watch Kane Peel Gremlins. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Actually, Fan. actually, yeah. One, once this is over, we're gonna watch all of it. We're gonna all watch it. <laughs> yeah. oh, I want to see it. All right, all right, all right, everybody. See you Bye. guys next time. Stay see safe. Ya. Set phasers to come. <laughs> Have a good summer, y'all. Although we'll see you still in summer. <laughs>